like i get it yeah, yeah. but yeah it's just like that album's great uh as as a kid and as an adult but two different ways and it's timeless like we was talking about with the earlier the music that's a timeless album sure. it's never gonna get For old sure. and it's always gonna be inspiring new artists i think too like there's always yeah. gonna be an artist that pops up and be like yeah i was inspired when i heard something off of 808s they're gonna name mm-hmm. a song whether it's the drums that's on all the, a lot of the songs i think amazing mm-hmm. has isn't amazing on there yeah Amazing's Amazing's on, on there, there. Yeah. like the drums that's on like, there people have redone those drums sampled those drums already you know what i mean made new songs mm-hmm. that sampled that song say say you will say you, you know, will, will never not be as far. i think that's like that's probably one of the best like beats to like just let ride and it's freestyle too i these feel like that's one of, it's like top five easily these are say you will. and at the time Every, like at least he did it five on artists at least five artists put out like freestyle <laughs> right like, are some of the best right. freestyle they ever put out in their career that had to <laughs> like, be kanye's like goal when he made it because what last last two minutes of the song is it just they're riding right now yeah i think big sean had one of his best freestyles ever to that drake had yeah. probably his best freestyle ever to that yeah yeah uh, for sure you could name other artists that put, put i probably have one of my best freestyles is rapping <laughs> in the shower too you know it just ain't recorded <laughs> oh nothing uh, i said the world may never know right <laughs> you're right though that beat that beat go crazy it just any right. folks whatever no nah, really. you want to say you will <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what it is it's crazy <laughs> oh shit <sighs> but yeah anywho okay. we, football let's go, ahead. <laughs> let's go ahead and get the show started all right welcome <laughs> welcome y'all welcome to synchronicity bro <laughs> this is you, uh, uh this is episode 12 no 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 episode wait well yeah episode 12, 12? lost track yeah i lost track because mm-hmm. I got a new co-host. Uh, you know. <laughs> oh, this is news to me. Yeah. Okay, me and, me and the co-host been beefing, and so <laughs> we decided to go our separate ways. We'll <laughs> be back next episode, though. And so, uh, yeah, today's date is uh, January twentieth, Thursday, mm-hmm. two thousand and twenty-two. It's the mm-hmm. first episode of the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Chris. And this is my younger brother, Malcolm. I'm Malcolm. Who will be getting older in a couple of days. So happy birthday, Malcolm. Thank you. Um, Thank and, you. I appreciate it. And yeah, we've, we've had him on the show before. So, so if you've watched, <clears throat> you should be familiar a little bit with Malcolm. Um, he uh, he resides currently in the state of New York. I won't give out his yeah. his his full location uh, just for the sake BK, of anonymity. You know where I'm at. <laughs> Let him you know, know where I stay. Brooklyn, rocking Brooklyn Nets right now, colors right outside of Barclays, where the, where the metaverse, <laughs> the metaverse exists. <laughs> yeah, I'm going and, after so, this. and so, uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of sports stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could easily start with the Nets because it's crazy stuff going on. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna stay focused. All Last right. weekend was the wild card weekend. It was. It was a lot of stuff that happened, bro. And. <laughs> We yeah. had how many games? Six games, right? Yeah. We had three, two three, on yeah. Saturday. We was had three on, on Sunday. Yeah, it was two on Saturday. Oh, yeah, then Monday. Then Monday. Then Monday. Three on Sunday and then on Monday night, which is the first <coughs> ever Monday night playoff game. Which most of them were like blowouts except for oh, the Bengals that game. Was the in- that was the disappointing part of it. It was like yeah. so promising to have three days of, bat- of football. Yeah. Uh, featuring... We got lucky because we featuring the Chiefs 
who didn't mm-hmm. secure the number one spot, featuring mm-hmm. the Bucks with Tom Brady, who didn't secure a number one spot, featuring mm-hmm. the Rams, the Cardinals, <clears throat> the Cowboys, the 49ers, the Bills versus the Patriots, the Bengals, who they play? Raiders. The Raiders, yeah. My boy Derek Carr, top five. Thank you to Derek Carr. Pigskin, pigskin goat. <laughs> Got me the dub. I appreciate you. I yeah. would never forgive you. Um, and you. Derek Carr. <laughs> and so, not the, and so, hold on. Let me go back and look at these scores real quick. Because, like you said, Malcolm, it was very disappointing how many blowouts happened. Uh, That's the thing. It, they they were all blowouts, but the games were low-key still like kind of fun to watch. In yeah, way, I, in watched my opinion. I watched them all. I watched them because it was like they all like well got like forty points and stuff, and it was just going crazy. So it made you excited to like for the following games. Like these teams about to play each other now. Like, <laughs> right. We got, like, they got to watch this and be like, oh, sh-. like bro, we got Bills and Chiefs coming up, and like Fact. they're they're totally two two totally different teams than not to well Chiefs for sure. Than when they last played, so I'm interested. So let's talk about that. Bills, Bills blew out the Patriots, 47 to 17. How does that make yeah. you feel? Not not as bad as how like I imagine a Cowboys fan is feeling right now. So that <laughs> don't after deflect, that game, kinda, don't deflect. No, 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 We're no. talking about That's, Mac Jones. Honestly, right now. now here's here's the thing. So I didn't expect Patriots to do this well, you know. So okay. it was kind of like I was getting my hopes up. Like even when Tom Brady left. I mentally prepared myself to just be patient for like five years. And I was like, okay, I'll just, I'll, I'll focus on me during this time. You know, I'm going to grow. I can get where I need to be. And then I could be somewhere in five years and the Patriots be yeah. ready. I'll be ready. And then we yeah. can come back. Then That's I real. can like possibly afford to go see them in the Super Bowl, maybe, you know? So I just got for the future. So I'm with that. When they, when they did as well as they did this year, I was like, oh, let me start. Because I, I really looked, I wasn't even paying attention because it was like, I, I know I know the players, like, I didn't, like, personally, I didn't have a lot of faith in Mac Jones, although he's the best quarterback rookie this year, you know, so, or stats-wise. Okay, uh, I'm going to let that pass. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it was like, I wasn't I wasn't a fan of Mac Jones. Right. Um, I wasn't Cam a fan Newton, of how like, he walked when he got drafted. I'll say that. <laughs> I was, I mean, I was, you know, I was, I was happy, I was hyped when Cam Newton went there. Then he's let down. So right. I was like, nah, we really got some time to wait. So <laughs> I was kind of just chilling. And then I yeah. saw that they were doing well. So I was like, let me actually start paying attention a little more to what they're doing. Because I know they had a solid defense because they had a lot of defenders come back from, from, that weren't playing last year. That was, that was so really I was like, so, but yeah, so they got some growth. I say running backs, I'm not used to them having like two solid, you know, running backs like this. So that's, that's yeah. very fun. It makes it even more exciting to watch. Yeah. And I think once they get like they got um you know Bourne and Myers, like they got some solid receivers. They don't have like a so star. I know Bourne is a is a rookie, right? I believe so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And is Myers. I, don't, I start keeping up with the years. Myers is the second year. Second okay. year. So, got you, go ahead. Yeah, so yeah, so be patient with that. I think they need to get a star receiver and mm-hmm. Mac Jones get some more experience in, get some more confidence. And they could definitely be something because I, I they think they do like all yeah. these other all these other teams that keep on drafting uh the star wide receiver that the star quarterback played with. So like, Alabama, yeah. Mac Jones came from Alabama, right? Go get him on. Oh, he got Alabama. plenty of people. Yeah, go get him one of <laughs> one of them Alabama wide receivers. And he trade for uh trade for Smith from the Eagles. No, nah, that's not happening. That's Jalen Hurts' <laughs> boy. 
That's Jalen Hurts' boy. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's they already Alabama paired up too, huh? in class. You know how you pair up That's in true. class. They already looked over now. He chose Jalen Hurts. That's true. Know? But although Jalen Hurts, he cannot throw to save his life. <laughs> I mean, like, fantasy, like, like Andy had him fantasy, and he, he kept Andy alive because he was running all the time. Yeah. Passing, if he throws, he's you just assume it's going to be an interception. Or Listen, man, that's one of the things you just hold out hope that they can get good enough at passing eventually, you know? Yeah, it's so I felt good. bad for him. So effective at running, you hope eventually right. you be, that he can develop that, or else he's going to be out of the league in five years. Yeah, yeah, I felt bad for him last, last against the against the Bucks. He no, was not at all. It didn't his work out. Was probably shot. It didn't work so, out. Yeah. On the other side yeah. of the other ball, though, the Bills look good. Yeah, they look great. So, it was embarrassing. <laughs> um, let me see. Josh Allen officially put up. 21 to 25, 308 yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions. They said they scored on all seven drives. Yeah. They said that that first perfect game in the playoffs. And then Singletary, their running back, which. No punts. The thing about the Bills coming into the playoffs was my thing with the Bills is like, they don't have a running game. That was my thinking with them. I was like, that's what's going to hold them back. So for them to to put up a good running game, 16 carries. Singletary looked solid. So 16 carries, 81 yards for Singletary, two touchdowns. Then they had another. Oh, Josh Allen. Six for yeah. sixty-six. Uh, yeah, he's he's scary. So that's one hundred seventy-four total yards rushing that they put up mm-hmm. on this great Patriots defense. So if they could do that against the Patriots defense, that makes me have to like, do I need to rethink how I feel about the Bills? Are they more serious than I think? They they've been they've been serious. I I think winner of this Chiefs Bills game is going you know be in Super Bowl and but. Like on the NFC, I'm not saying they're gonna win the Super Bowl, but because mm-hmm. NFC they're got a lot. AFC. Yeah, the, whoever wins this is gonna be the AFC. Because who is that? You got Titans and Bengals. Which I'm like, high on the Titans myself. I'm high you? on the Titans. Uh, I think once they get fully healthy, and it looks like they will be, it looks like Julio, mm-hmm. AJ, and and uh, King Henry mm-hmm. will be playing. Mm-hmm. Once they get fully healthy, their defense is so good, their offensive line is so good that Tannehill's job becomes so easy, and he's good at mm-hmm. at, at at that role. Tannehill is so mm-hmm. good at that role when everything is put together that I think the Titans <coughs> fully if they stay fully healthy, which is a big if. Yeah, I think that they beat everybody. Three main players. I think they beat everybody in the AFC. I'm that high. On I, don't, I don't know too much about their defense. That's what I, I haven't looked. Legit, is it solid. From what is I know. But hey, man! I thought the Colts' defense was great. I thought Patriots' defense was great, and both of them kind of didn't do what they needed to do at the end of the day. So That's I true. never know until until you get on the field and these coaches figure out stuff. You know what I mean? Right. But from what I've seen so far, fully healthy, I'm I'm going with the Titans out of the AFC. Argue. I'm got the, See, I got me. the Titans being the. I got the Titans being the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. Me, personally, after... Because it's actually a fact, other than this Bengals game, where Chiefs have not lost when... Um, what's the name? Chris Jones and... Uh, oh, and, El- and Ingram. And, is Ingram? For, it was Ingram? Melvin Ingram, yeah. Melvin Ingram. Melvin Ingram they traded for. Ever since they both played together and you know they made the position changes they made, Chiefs defense took a like, crazy turn for the better and they 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 went they look back looking like the old the last two three year chiefs you know so that's a perfect segue let and me it, go and ahead and tee up the, the, the stats for that game then 
So we yeah. had the Chiefs win over the Steelers in Ben Roethlisberger's final game, forty-two mm-hmm. to twenty-one. <clears throat> uh, the the Steelers stats aren't important, but since I said Josh Allen's stats, I should say Patrick Mahomes stats. Mm-hmm. Thirty to thirty-nine, four hundred four yards, five touchdowns, one interception, and. Their running game wasn't as healthy. 61 yards from one person, 29 from Patrick Mahomes. But yeah. Kelsey put up 108 yeah. yards. Yeah. Touchdown. Yes. <laughs> uh, Make it look too easy. You know, um, when you let Travis Kelsey or Ty- Tyreek Hill, the Cheetah, go crazy, I think you're going to lose to the Chiefs every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what the Steelers couldn't stop. I thought the Steelers' defense had a good enough defense, or, you know, the Steelers had a good enough defense to make it interesting. More interesting mm-hmm. than it was. And so that was kind of a letdown. But mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that just shows also how how supernova mode Chief, Chiefs are in right now. And like you said, yeah. once they got them players, that defense did fall into place. Yeah. And it's like it's there. That's why I'm still I haven't looked too deep into it, but I can't figure out if like, I haven't looked into if their running defense has gotten better. But I know it's like they pressure the QB so much, like they no they've made the passing defense look better. Although they're like cornerbacks be getting seem like they be getting beat a lot. So or like theory, like Moss. The theory I hear often, right, from being a Rams mm-hmm. fan mostly, uh, is if your offense is so good, then you you build your defense around the pass rush because you'll be playing from ahead, and the team that you're playing against will mm-hmm. will be inclined to be passing more than running, so you don't have to have mm-hmm. such a great running defense, right? So mm. maybe the Chiefs, because they have Patrick <clears throat> Mahomes, because they have the running game they had, because they have Cheetah and Kelsey, uh, they built this and they traded for and brought in players that made their pass rush stronger. Mm-hmm. And it's like the level of difficulty for your run game goes down, so you don't have to be as good, but you still are effective because it's not, you know what I mean? It's just a mm-hmm. domino effect. And maybe that's the theory that they're working with. And if that's the case... And with, with you saying that, that makes me wonder because they like because they got to possibly go against Derrick Henry, which is like who can stop him, you know? So King, first of all, uh, so since you're new to this podcast, I mean, mm-hmm. I personally have made the decision I can't call him anything but King Henry because I respect him that much. Uh, I don't even <laughs> remember his real name, so you're, you're welcome right, to join the, King you're Henry. Welcome, you're welcome to join the, the yeah King uh, Henry. Like, so. If they can't stop him, they better hope that Tannehill don't somehow get in some type of bag where he's just not missing. Because you you also got Julio Jones and AJ Brown to throw to. So, but then with the Bengals, Joe Burrow's in in his bag, you know. Oh, okay. And they got Joe Mixon, who's he- who's been healthy, and he's like Joe Mixon's been like he's great. You no, know, on my radar, yeah, he is. But he's he's he struggled he struggled staying healthy the past. Co- Few years, yeah. past couple of years. That's a running back. That was the only that's, problem. A, that's like a running back's kryptonite, you know. Every running right. back, they're so great, and until they get hurt, and so but he stayed healthy this year. And what was he top three running backs this year? Yeah. I think. I'm I would saying, agree. Whatever. You got Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. There's somebody I'm missing, and John. I think Joe Mixon has King, to be King. Yeah, if you don't want to count King, King Henry, Henry so was crazy because his stats were still like at least top five. Right. I think top ten, like for sure. They were top, yeah, top yeah, five. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they were top five. And that's crazy because he only played half the season. But yeah, go ahead. Right, like he was easily MVP if he would have stayed healthy. I'm saying, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like yeah, well, like probably three I, three I touchdown go games. Up, I'm gonna go and tee up the Bengals game then because you you brought up the uh, the Bengals right. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
because that was the clo- that was the only close game that we had on Saturday, twenty six mm-hmm. to nineteen. They beat the Raiders. That was actually a, mm-hmm. a very interesting, good game. Came down mm-hmm. to the wire. Uh, the Bengals pulled it out. Uh, Joe Burrow, as you said, who's been going crazy lately. Mm-hmm. 24, 34, 244, two touchdowns. Mixon had 48 yards. Uh, and then, you know, everybody's new favorite wide receiver, Jamar Chase, had nine receptions on 12 targets. Yeah. Which he could eat Chiefs yards. up. 116 yards. Yeah. <laughs> and the game before that, what, 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 or was that his last regular season game when he had like 266 was, or something? Uh, like yeah. That? I think that was week 17. Last his, yeah. Because I don't think he played in the last game. But right. let me see. He put up. 266 yards on the Chiefs, 12 ca- on 12 catches, three touchdowns. Yeah. Mm. So these guys have been going crazy the last month. Mm-hmm. And they are, like you said, they are in their bag. Um, and they are going to be playing the Titans. It's really hard to call, man, because like, cause these is like kind of like Bills, they've been got, they gotten better. And, and if, if Singletary keeps playing like he's playing, it's like a new offense that you haven't yes. seen. Like it opens up so much. Because the Titans. Say- Josh Allen is a uh, Josh Allen is Cam Newton esque in a lot of ways that he runs offense. You can see a lot of Cam mm-hmm. Newton in him, but then he also has like uh, arm talent that mm-hmm. Cam Newton never 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 was able to access. Is almost close to Rogers Brady level, you know. So I wouldn't say that yet. Know, I don't see that yet. Close. That's 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 high praise. That I, I mean, if you if you think that that's fine, but I, I haven't. Nah, seen I don't yet. think he's like there, but he's like I said, he's, he's close. Where it's like yeah. I would say more like so. His arm talent is top like five Matt, arms. His, his arm talent is like Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford esque level. Okay, you know what I mean. Okay. Like his throwing talent is that is that way. Not quite Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, that's so. fair. That's fair. But you put uh, you put Matthew Stafford, Matt Ryan in Cam Newton's body, and that's crazy. You know what I mean? That's what you get, Josh Allen, and that's right, right. That's what makes him so difficult, right? That's fair. But yeah, it's like so you got you got these Bills. If if they run it, if they run a game, stay solid, and that's that's scary. That's scary. Then you got Titans, who everybody been sleeping on, like then like they're back healthy because they always like what past few games season, not even counting Henry Julio Jones has been gone. Yes, AJ Brown's missed a few games. Yes. So like now they're all going to be still playing. Finding ways to win some games, and they clinched the number right. somehow. Which is, I think that's testament <clears throat> right. to their defense and their offensive line. Right. So that's that's the, I think those that's are the real. two keys to being championship teams. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, like just from studying the Patriots, like they always had a strong defense and offensive line when they won championships, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's the key in the NFL to to, to having long term success. And I think Titans mm-hmm. showed that they have that, and now they just need their their uh, skill positions to stay healthy. Yeah, and we we got to keep in mind like experience too. I think a lot of people I've talked to they forget like experience is a big like big factor with this, mm-hmm. which could explain why Mac Jones has got destroyed. You know the Patriots I think did. That's, that's a fair. That's a fair assessment. Uh, and which I think Titans is going to beat Bengals with, with that with that being the case. I love that you said it's, that because that was my that was my argument to Dustin, who's big on who's high on the Bengals. Uh, yeah, and this is. I Which said, is fair, I, I, but that's what keeps me. That's what keeps gives me a uh, pause with them. I hadn't watched them a mm-hmm. lot either, mm-hmm. but also I was just like, I just don't think they have been through anything yet. Yeah, like, you got to go through that first loss in the playoffs. You do. Like, you everybody do. has to. Like it's there's no like they them when like even like making the Super Bowl is just crazy to think. You know, some, <laughs> sometimes exciting, sometimes just, it would be <laughs> that would be so fun because so, like who would be the best matchup for them like exciting wise in the NFC. 
Like, would it be the NFC? Like just to could put on honestly, a show. I I do like Rams are fun to watch because they got they got the most talent. Who's uh, the teams who's left? They got the yeah. most talent. And I feel like if we're going for the most fun Super Bowl, Bengals Rams right. probably is top of right. the, top of the line, right? Right, right. Uh, but uh, the teams that have the most solid foundations when you talk about mm-hmm. like because you said experience, and I think that's what showed in the Cardinals game, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Like Rams have been through this. For like mm-hmm. four of the last five. Staff have been waiting for this. Staff have been waiting for this, right? Uh, OBJ been waiting for this. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But we had we had Sony Michelle who has the playoff experience, Super Bowl experience, right? We have mm-hmm. Aaron Donald who has ex- playoff experience. We have Von Miller who has the Super Bowl playoff experience. Mm-hmm. All these players, Eric Weddle, mm-hmm. we just brought back. Jalen Ramsey has been with us. All this kind of stuff that we had to lean on, and that's mm-hmm. what I think got us through the first half, where the Cardinals yeah. looked unsettled. Murray was uh, shook. Kyler Murray looked shook, right? Oh my goodness. Uh it was That's weird to see because that was my compliment when, when we went to go see them in September. Mm-hmm. And I saw what I saw in Kyler Murray was growth. I was like, bro, Kyler mm-hmm. Murray figured it out. Mm-hmm. It's like he done figured out the balance between scrambling and staying in the pocket. It's a, it sucks they didn't have Hopkins, but and I think still... that's what that's what the story of the game really is, right? Mm-hmm. It's like when you don't have especially when you're young, you don't have your safety blanket. Mm-hmm. Uh and I don't say that's criticism. Somewhere, let me throw it. Yeah, I don't say that's a criticism. I say that like everybody has to have that to get through, right? Right, uh, right. Tom Brady has Gronk, and right. then Patrick Mahomes has Kelsey. Uh, everybody needs their safety blanket, and so mm-hmm. for him not to have that in that high of a pressure moment when the Rams have put together the most lethal pass for us that you can fi- possibly think of with Aaron Donald, right. Leonard Floyd, or I say Leonard, Leonard Floyd. Floyd. I can't think of his name right now, <laughs> but with with uh, Floyd, uh, with Von Miller and mm-hmm. Greg Gaines, who's on the come up, uh, Ashawn Robinson, who's on the come up, Jalen Ramsey can be included in that. Even uh, when you put all that together, that's pretty, that's pretty intimidating. And uh, I think mm-hmm. it showed. Kyler Murray was scared in the moment, mm-hmm. uh, and he had plenty reason to be. Like yeah. you know, boys was coming after him from the first play yeah. Von Miller got Man. to him to the last play when Aaron yes. Donald was trying you to. Got- you gotta go through that, and if and if going back to the Bengals, if Joe Burrow, if Joe Burrow doesn't experience that with the Titans, you definitely gonna experience that with the Bills or Chiefs. So I agree. So I agree. yeah, because the Titans, Chiefs, the Titans was in the AFC Championship last year, which I overlooked yeah, against a the lot, Chiefs, which I overlooked they, a lot. I'd be forgetting a lot. Not Eric Cole, bro. Eric Cole, Derrick Henry really changed the offense, and he wins games for him. Yes, <laughs> you know. So, so you talk about like, literally, right? and you talk about yeah. everybody has to go through stuff. Um the Chiefs had to go through the loss to the Patriots like four years ago in the AFC Championship, mm-hmm. three or four years ago, when the Patriots beat the Rams in the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. The next year, they went to the Super Bowl and won. Mm-hmm. The next year after that, they went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Buccaneers. Lost. Right. So the Titans have the storyline. They have the everything together where they're like, we just lost to the AFC Champions right. uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Now it's our time to take that next step. And everything is coming together as far as like we just got the number one seed. We're getting healthy at the right time. Mm-hmm. All the cards read it's Titans time, uh, right. and so it's just people Cincinnati forgot because overcome a lot to beat that. Yeah, it's just people forgot they because they've been without their best best player for. <laughs> oh yeah, 10 you weeks. just wrote them off. He's like, oh, they, they just go. Yeah, on. exactly. They'll, so they'll fade away. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm hoping he comes back like nothing. Like he never left. You know. Yes. Yeah. You gotta remember, like people always say that, like. That's what, like especially playing fantasy, people are always timid to play a player who's coming back from an injury. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if it's whether they think they get injured again or they just thinking that they got warm up. I'm like, if that's the case, warming up, like they're a professional player. They've been doing this whole life. Like yeah. they've been practicing, like right. they're, they're going to be ready for the game. I can understand this. if you're scared they'll get injured again, but two things come to mind when you say that, bro. Uh, mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson comes to mind, right? Mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson comes to mind because he's such an anomaly. He's such a physical freak and everything he's done has defied logic. So Adrian Peterson would come back from an injury and put up 200 yards on, on you like he never left, right? right I right. think of King Henry in that same vein. Of, he's a physical freak of nature, right? And then the other thing that comes to mind was Cam Akers just got back from a six-month uh, Achilles injury. Right, and he went And crazy. in his second he game, he puts up 95 yards, and he's dominant. Mm-hmm. He's knocking out people from the game. Shout out Buda mm-hmm. Baker. I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking I'm I heard he's good. okay. Yeah, he's tweeted. He's good. Uh, and so, but yeah, Cam Akers out here running like a big boy in a second game back. Derrick Henry is better than Cam Akers, I think. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I see Derrick Henry coming back dominant, right? Yeah. Also, not to mention, Derrick Henry's going to be running behind a better offensive line than Cam Akers had. So mm-hmm. you got that going for him. Uh, and so I don't, I, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic on him coming back. And let me, let me, let me. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I just want I just want to throw in. You mentioned like Titans got that storyline set up, you know? Yeah. Bills do too, because Bills is actually the ones who lost to Chiefs last year in the AFC Championship. Titans was the was the year before. Yeah, twenty nineteen was Titans, twenty twenty really? was Bills. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So they both got it. And they <laughs> okay. Both they hungry, both so they both number one. That's what I'm saying. Team. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So if Bengals make it out of these four teams out and that would be highly surprising. Highly like Jerbo. Yeah, Joe Burrow, everybody, because, I mean, in the league, everybody talk about they want to work with Joe Burrow. You know, I've been hearing yeah. that. And, like, so maybe he really is that guy. Justin's like that. been hyping mm-hmm. up Joe Burrow to me all year, and about four, three weeks ago, I finally jumped on and said, okay, I'm with it. I believe it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to doubt it anymore. Like, Joe Burrow, I saw him, and I see it, you know? It's like mm-hmm. you just got to pass the eye test sometimes, and you just look at it, and you be like, okay, I see it. Mm-hmm. Some of the, he'd be making them throws. That you'd be yeah. like, oh, nah, not every quarterback can make them throws. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 but that's, it. I think it's more of, I'd be surprised if he retires without a ring. But I, don't, yeah. I don't see it. I don't see it happening this year. I'd be happy for him. He's with the Bengals, and the Bengals have yeah. like the worst luck in franchise. Yeah. The Bengals exactly. have always felt like they've been good enough to do it, and then something yeah. just always goes wrong. Something. Something. And, happens. and, uh, the thing, like, the shame about it is, I think they have top three jerseys. And helmets, especially mm. in 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 league history, we need to see that in the Super Bowl. You know what mm. I mean? Like they got yeah. some tough jerseys. Like they deserve to be right. Super Bowl champions because of them jerseys right. alone. Like, right. And I'm going for. I'm that, pulling for in that for that very reason. That's you probably you probably can't relate to what I'm about to say, but me, I'm I'm actually. Well, you you might be able to. I'm actually happy with all the teams that are left because I would be if any of them won, I'd be like, that's dope. You know, I'd be happy for every single team. If Tom Brady gets another ring, you know that's that's crazy. <laughs> like yeah, but if Rams get it, that's that's dope. You know, got them. OBJ get his ring. Stafford gets his ring. You know, stuff like that. If Aaron Rodgers gets another ring, you know, and people's like people always sleep on Green Bay for some reason every year, but then they end up making it. This I'm uh, I'm one with seed. you on every team except for the Bucks and 49ers. I really? do not want to see the 49ers win because they're in my division and I hate them. Uh, and, That's I, and I don't want to see the Buccaneers win because Tom Brady's on there and they won mm-hmm. last year and that's greedy. Uh, <laughs> I would be more than happy if my team doesn't win. I'm a Rams fan. If the Rams mm-hmm. don't win, 
I'm more than happy to see uh, Aaron Rodgers go all the way. I would love to see right. Aaron Rodgers go all the way because I think he. We need to see Aaron Rodgers win another championship. Yeah, we do. And solidify that he is the best quarterback of all time. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, because if you, <clears throat> you think about all the things that they've done to put this this team together, that they have mm-hmm. the Packers. I, it can't be – it doesn't get any better than this for them. Mm-hmm. Like, all the years that he hasn't won Super Bowls, he's had a gripe about the team construction. Like, they didn't put enough around him. Now they right. have a solid running game. They have great receivers. They have a, a fine defense, a championship defense. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Rodgers is playing some of his best games that he's that he's ever played, and he just looks right. good. If they, can, if they can't win it this year, then, I mean – that's yeah, nice. that's 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 why I'm kind of torn with that because, you know, Odell. Like I'm, I'm not a huge fan of him, but I'm, I, I root for him. I'm a fan of him at the same time. He's fun. It's like because I want I want him to win. Yeah, because he he had, he's never had that chance. Yeah, he's always, it's always been some injury or who, the team he's on. He's holding yeah. back, like one of the best receivers we've seen. You know, so and then media. You know, that's another thing. Yeah, but uh, he's like he's like the Chris Brown of NFL or something. Like, but it's, mm, but uh, <laughs> uh, except he so didn't, like, he never did anything, right? Right, <laughs> like, he's just he throwing tantrums no and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. so but like, it's like he had like his two teams. As far as I know, was was between Green Bay and Rams. So oh, I don't know how. I agree. So if they play each other in the NFC Championship, it'll be dope that he made the right it's choice the if Rams Bowl. win. <laughs> yeah, but it'll be like, damn, he could have. He should have just went to the Packers. He just, but like, this OBJ, he had to go to LA, you know? I 100% like, agree. Like, when it was, he had to go to LA. When it was, uh, when he was a free agent, in my mind, mm-hmm. we were second in my mind. I was like, he should go to Green Bay. He should go play with mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. We we're second. But when I he wish. chose us and, and stuff started going, I was like, nah, this makes way more sense. Like, and if, even if you still watch, if you go watch the Packers, it's just the way they play. Like, OBJ would, probably wouldn't, he would have been so unnecessary there. <laughs> they our offense is, is strong. They have a great offense, like, you know, and they have a great yeah. system going. They have a great thing going. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a great, uh, like team thing going with mm-hmm. with Devonte Adams. Like they yeah. just have this great synergy between them. And it's yeah, OBJ probably could have slightly like held him back a little bit. Exactly, like throwing him off. Uh, you would have had to, you would have had to account for OBJ being there and try to write in some new plays. But with the Rams, mm-hmm. it, it kind of fit in seamlessly. Unfortunately, because Robert Robert Woods got hurt, yeah. and fortunately because Cooper Cup carried us through the through the weeks that OBJ was getting used to the system, we had a little right. time to get to get ready for him and for him to have the weeks that he's had in the last three weeks. Yeah, where he's, he's, been where he's getting great. he's getting to his spots. He's he's getting creative up. plays. He got a throw. Mm-hmm. In the Cardinals game, across field to Cam Akers, I was like thirty yards. I was like, "What oh, the hell?" Yeah, that was dope. That was like, dope. How, how you do that, bro? <laughs> and so, and he got hit, bro. Like, I don't know. I still don't know how that wasn't roughing the passer. Maybe because he's not a QB, but he's a passer, so it's roughing the passer. That's interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, he got hit after the play. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's going crazy with us now, and he looks he looks like fitting. He says all the right things in the interviews that I see him talk. He's mm-hmm. really taking the Cooper Cup, and he respects Cooper Cup, and uh, Cooper Cup respects him, and that, mm-hmm. I think that's the dopest part. Where it's just like I've always, I was, t- I think I was telling Dustin, maybe I was telling you, I've always felt mm-hmm. like OBJ belonged in it with us, mm-hmm. and I was just like, because I felt like we always needed something to offset Cooper Cup, because Cooper Cup is just like the complete opposite. He just does the work, draws no attention. It's fundamental, to you know. Fundamentals, right? He does mm-hmm. all the dirty work, 
uh, he puts in all the all the like mental uh, pre- preparation that you need to put in. They say they always say he thinks like a quarterback or he plays like a quarterback mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. He does all those things, but he's never gonna be in a Drake video, and so. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, yeah. we need a, we need an OBJ it. to like offset that and kind of like right. it's tight because he Cooper Cup in last game he took so much he demanded so much attention that OBJ was like free mm-hmm. and, and I, can't, I can't wait for the day that it's OBJ. the opposite I can't wait for the games <laughs> that it's the opposite that everybody that you'd be like no we have the game plan first for OBJ mm-hmm. and Cooper Cup is free Right, mm-hmm. and you have to make that decision, and so I'm looking forward to like seeing both of those uh, scenarios yeah. play out in this playoff run. I could be wrong, cause uh, I mean, but he's had the the one get one play I could think of at got called back because of because of a um, flag, but like I haven't seen too many like, yards after catch plays for Odell. Not too uh, many. It's not more, enough. Yeah, you're right. It's not too not many. Enough. It's not too many. Cause but I, cause I love when I, he's so like elusive and everything. Like yeah. and we ain't got to see that. Yeah, that much from so a lot of his stuff has been young. he's big in the red zone, short mm-hmm. yardage. Uh, like you know he's gonna like, catch it if it's oh we need him for a first down, a short yardage yeah. first down. But yeah, you're right. They they always talk about him in the slant, like put him on a mm-hmm. slant and let him go. And mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to one of those plays breaking. Uh, but it's kind of dangerous already. You know that it's difficult because that's Cooper Cup land, right? That's where <laughs> exactly. Cooper Cup likes to run, so you can't really right. do that without getting in Cooper Cup's way. There there are plays right. that. They can figure out what Cooper comes because they play him at tight end and running back sometimes, and maybe mm-hmm. in those plays you can get OBJ free. But they'll figure something out. I'm looking forward to it, but that's why I want. But yeah, like I'm outside it's of me being a fan, I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to us winning. I'm hoping that we win because it gives us more games to see this stuff flesh itself out. Right. See all the exactly. all the things, all the creative things that they can do with all of these weapons next season. You know, yeah. Wait yeah, and and wondering <laughs> if OBJ might come back, and you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, all this kind of stuff. Nah, let's see it now. We got Cam Makers. Mm-hmm. We got Hickby healthy. Uh, let's let's see yeah. how it looks. I'm that's it's gonna be so fun. And against the Buccaneers yeah. defense, uh, since since we let's go ahead and talk about uh, the divisional round against mm-hmm. the Buccaneers defense, I have high hopes because their weakness is their secondary, and so mm-hmm. we should be able to throw all over their ass. We shouldn't <laughs> be able to run over them. <laughs> yeah. We shouldn't probably yeah. be able to run over them because they have a good front seven. But right. We should have a, a pretty fun time with some of these it plays be, be, if yeah. we get into the right group early on. Do do they play? Yeah, they play each other. That's them. Yes. That's, yeah. In Tampa yeah, Bay. That's crazy. I could I could low key go to the game if uh yeah, you should if uh if I had a birthday or something. <laughs> <laughs> you spent it on Arizona. <laughs> Used it on Arizona on a loss <laughs> on a loss. <laughs> but no, I think yeah. Maybe most people agree, but the most exciting Super Bowl would be Rams and Chiefs. I think. Okay. Uh, what do you What do you think? Um, I I would think if we're if we're including the Chiefs, I think the more exciting matchup is the Packers. You think so? In yeah. Because I was saying the Bengals the Bengals matchup would be fun with the Rams, but I think the more exciting matchup for the Chiefs would be the Packers. I think the Rams might be a second place there. Hmm. Yeah, I think Rams would be second place there because Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes. You're gonna see all the great throws, you know. Yeah, uh, both of them. Well, the Packers probably have more of a solid running game, but both of them have a pretty good running game. But mm-hmm. this is gonna be great. It's gonna be a test of those defenses and everything like that. Because uh, neither of the defenses are like 
Hall of Fame Bronco Ravens defenses, but they are right, right. they are get the job done defenses so far. But it'd be interesting to see those go against Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. So I think for, if we're talking about the Chiefs, Packers are more fun there. Mm. Uh, but the Packers got to get past the 49ers. So, uh, yeah, Debo, some, you said, yeah, Debo. <laughs> they don't, they don't know how to handle Debo. His wide receiver oh, running back. My bad. We skipped over it, bro. Cowboys that? 49ers happened. <laughs> we can't skip over this because oh, the Cowboys lost in the most Cowboys way possible to the yeah. 49ers. Coming to the game, I, I was picking the 49ers because I, I know how they play us. Mm-hmm. I know how good Debo Samuel is. I know how good Kittle is. Uh, I don't know how good that defense is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I hear some injuries happen to the 49ers in the game. That makes makes it feel like it's a surefire thing they're going to lose to the Cow- to the Packers. But the Cowboys found a way to blow that game. And it right. came down to, what, the last drive, no timeouts, like 40 seconds or something. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the last play they called was a QB scramble. Take me, take me through that play, Malcolm. Why did they do that? Well, they didn't have timeouts, and the 49ers was catching on because, like, for the last three plays before that, they caught it and went was able to go out of bounds. So all they had to do was stop them inbounds, and they would win the game. That's what happened, but it's, that, sh- that still shouldn't have happened because they had – 49ers had all their defenders on the outside, uh-huh. so they forced them. So Dak saw that. Well, I don't know if that was planned or he was just saw it and decided to take matters in his own It was own obviously hands. a call play. It was obviously a conflict because yeah. the way the the way the blocking scheme looked, it looked like it was preparing for him to stop, for him to catch it, and then take mm-hmm. off right away. So mm-hmm. it was obviously the plan played there as far as that goes. He just ran like five yards too too long. Hundred percent. And then the inexperience of not knowing you're supposed to hand the ball to the ref and not like I didn't know that I don't, I don't play football like that. I, I never uh, played a real QBs, game football. QBs that I just got that maxed out. QBs that just got yeah. maxed out should know this. Yeah, exactly. So. And then it was funny. Like, Rep almost ran him over. Like, or he did run him over. No, nah, he ran him over. Like, he's going full speed. He was trying to squeeze between the two fat dudes. That was yeah, the funniest he's, part. He's trying to the help line, him out. The, the linemen lined up. And then mm-hmm. they just wasn't letting him, the ref, get through. Like, mm-hmm. if y'all want him to get through, let him through. What do you think? That's the worst. I, I hate I hate when games don't end on just a chance, them getting a chance, opportunity to do it. That was I, so I, yeah, I think goofy, most people bro. can agree to that. It was so that goofy, was but good. it was so perfect because I hate, I hate Cowboy fans. And they deserve that. And it was a uh, it was fun to see the reactions of the Cowboys fans. Yeah. With Man, that kind of disappointment, yeah. it it can't get yeah. than that. There's <laughs> one guy in my um, fantasy fantasy group chat. He's like the biggest. I don't know if he's the biggest Cowboys fan. He's just super crazy about sports. It's like kind of like disturbing in a way. <laughs> like. It's, <laughs> how serious he is about the Cowboys specifically. And he's a Texas Longhorns fan too. Mm. But like the things he talks about, like he knows everything about him, like the coaches they hire, you know, the playbook names, maybe. Oh no, know. Oh, <laughs> he just knows things you want. And I like, uh, he, he said after he texted in the group chat after that loss, cause we hadn't, we hadn't heard from him. It was like, somebody check on him. Uh, and then he finally responded. And he does like he does like podcast stuff too, and just all about Texas sports or whatever. Yeah, he said, yeah. I just spent I just spent uh, five hours straight talking about this Cowboys. Game. I was like, I was like Yo, goodness, bro. I kind of want to hear this. I, nah, hear I, this. Just, I can introduce you. I, I think y'all might be able to talk about some stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I bet, bet. Yeah. yeah, but he he's a 
He's you know he's big on sports. So yeah, send send me that show because I want to hear that. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll send you, I'll send you his page. I'll I'll look for it. I don't know if he posted <laughs> it, but um, maybe he was just venting to himself, letting yeah. out the pain. But yeah, he is serious. I'll send you a video. He sent the group chat to you, so you get an idea what type of person he is. He's he's a cool dude. He's a good dude, but he kind of worries yeah. me sometimes how serious he is. About. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we touched on all the games like, that happened. Let's quickly go through yeah. uh, your predictions for this for this uh, week. We got Bengals Titans. You got in that one. Um, Bengals Titans. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. So you know, betting just became legal in New York. So <laughs> we I agreed on a parlay with. Um, oh shoot! Yeah, I agreed on a parlay with Cheyenne and Andy just because of a good payout. So. For that game, I we bet Bengals, but deep down, I honestly think Titans are gonna gonna win. I Got think you. Titans are gonna take so it. Your wallet says Bengals, your heart says right. Titans. Right. I say Titans. Let's keep it yeah. moving. Forty Nine ers Packers. That's gonna be the Saturday eight fifteen game. <clears throat> yeah, I will be hurt if Packers didn't win that one. I'm going, I'm going with Packers. I think the Packers going to win. I'm pulling for the Packers. I'm going for the Packers. I just know how how good the 49ers are, so I can never yeah. be too sure. But yeah. I'm taking Packers in that one. Uh, the next game is Sunday afternoon, 3 o'clock. Rams, Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. <clears throat> I'm going to go with Rams. It seems like Rams is in a nice little groove, and Tampa Bay struggling with so many power, powerful injuries. You know, so. A lot of injuries, man. A lot yeah. of injuries, but they have Tom Brady and they have the refs, so I'm always concerned about that. Yeah, <laughs> I think you know, I mean Rams has got to play their A game. If they play their A game, I don't think it's a way they can move, especially with the condition that Bucks are in. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I think uh, everything points to like the weather's gonna be nice, so there's nothing there to worry about. If we just mm-hmm. come in and be ourselves, there's nothing yeah. that the Buccaneers pose that yeah. like scares me. You know, I think yeah, we like can even, get everything even if, off that we want to get. If off. Both if both teams play their best games of the season, I guess Rams would. I think the Rams yeah, are better with what they got. Yeah, right. Rams are better. I'm with you on that. All right. So the last game, Bills Chiefs at 6:30 on Sunday in Kansas City. That's gonna be fun. <clears throat> I'm looking forward to that one. That's gonna be the best game. Looking forward to that one. Yeah. Um, with how with the upgrade Chiefs made, I'm going with Chiefs. Like I said all they need to do is fix their defense, and they fixed it, and they lost two. What? One game was with Chris Jones didn't play, and then the other one was a close game to the Bengals, to the hot Bengals. This game, so. damn. See, going through all these games just made me realize all these games are good. Yeah, exactly. I'm excited. <laughs> it's, it's a fun weekend. It's going and fun. every time I, I'm picking, I'm making a pick, but I wouldn't be surprised if any of these go either way. But the Chiefs is who I'm going with. But since the Bills ran so well against the Patriots defense, I'm concerned the Bills will win. Uh, but I'm picking I the Chiefs. Surprised, one. But yeah. Picking the Chiefs on that. Uh, so, yeah. So, we, we pretty much agreed. Titans, Packers, Rams, mm-hmm. Chiefs. NFC AFC okay. Championship Final Four is going to be... That sounds like a yeah. great Final Four. Uh, it does. It does. I'm excited right. for it, man. Another thing I wanted uh, to go through real quick. Who you got for seasonal mm-hmm. awards? We got MVP. Sheesh. Really wanted to be Derrick Henry, but you know that's not possible. <laughs> um, King Henry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wait, uh, Your Majesty. I guess I. It's probably gonna be Aaron Rodgers. It's probably gonna be Aaron Rodgers, which is the boring pick, but it's the right. Yeah, 
It's like it's like picking LeBron type thing. Like for although although I would say Tom Brady's the LeBron of NFL, but still in this case, like right now it's like Aaron Rodgers always plays so good every year. But like it's funny you say that too, bro. That Malcolm, I almost called you Dustin, what? but my old co-host that I'm beefing with right now, that uh-huh. you know I'm never gonna talk to again. You'll never see us together. But I was having a conversation with somebody about that. They they mm-hmm. said the same thing. Tom Brady's LeBron, and mm-hmm. I did some thinking, and I think Tom Brady okay. is Kobe. Really, but that's another. Maybe that's another day conversation. Yeah, that's, that's another day. I, I'm that's, a, maybe it's another day's conversation. I'm okay. sit on that. Yeah, so we'll come back to that. Uh, and. You say Aaron Rodgers. I'm pulling for Cooper Cup just because I think he did a lot to deserve it. But I just think the narrative of the award won't allow him to win it. So he'll win Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah, yeah. We're good. Uh, yeah, wide receiver, MVP is hard. <clears throat> yeah. Hard to get. So we can agree Aaron Rodgers for MVP, Cooper Cup for your Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive yeah. Player of the Year. This is the toughest one for me. <laughs> I think uh, just to help you, I guess, throw some names out there. TJ Watt's been getting yeah. a lot of... Uh, uh, or a lot of buzz for it. Um, mm-hmm. I think Darius Leonard in uh, Indianapolis was getting a lot of buzz right. for it. But since they didn't make the playoffs, it's going to be tough for him to win it. I think Aaron mm-hmm. Donald always makes a statement. But like mm-hmm. weirdly enough, Jalen Ramsey made a great case for himself this year, so they might cancel each other out. Mm-hmm. Um, who are some other great defenders around the league? we got the Boses, obviously. The rookies, Cowboy rookie Diggs and Parsons. The Cowboys rookies. They- Michael Parsons. Hey, one of them going to get offense or defensive rookie of the year. They'll probably just give him that. I don't think they're going to get like league player of the year. They're going to get a rookie. Defensive rookie. One yeah. of them. That's, so both of the I defensive things, defensive rookie and defensive player are going to be tough because I think yeah. offensive rookie has to go to Jamar Chase at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For sure. But okay. If so they give it to Mac make, Jones, I'm gonna be mad. If you yeah, me too. <laughs> I think the narrative is they're trying to force it to Mac Jones when he didn't really do all that. And I didn't want to have to go off on Mac Jones this early in my in his career. But if I have to, I will. I think uh, I've told you before I didn't I haven't believed him. Right. I, I didn't believe him. Yeah, so I think Jamar Chase did enough to take it. Uh offensive. Yeah. But defensively, who you got for defensive player of the year? If you gotta make a decision, I'm I'm going with Aaron Donald. <clears throat> honestly, 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 I don't know too much about it's how all of them been like specifically. Been, yeah, it's a lot of great defenders. Uh, just to give so, you some yeah. context, uh, T.J. Watt with the Steelers, he tied the sack. Michael Strahan's sack record. Right. Granted, it was in in fifteen games. Fifteen games, less games. Yeah. People, people might make the mistake of saying it was a longer season, but he only played right. in fifteen games and he did it. Right, which is gonna be another thing. It's gonna be funny. Like it's gonna be a lot of records broken next couple of years. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna have to separate it. They're gonna be like in the seventeen game yeah. era. But I mean, this one is the legit type. one, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, this one you can't argue against. I mean, the, the argument some people will make is that it's more of a passing league these days, so it's more opportunities to get sacks. But whatever, at <laughs> yeah, the argument, that's... give him his credit. He worked hard for right. that shit. Everybody got the same twenty four hours. Exactly, <laughs> especially when it comes to these players that's playing in the modern day. Nobody else did it right. this year. Uh, right, so. Give him his credit. I think he has a great case, but I'm just I'm pulling for Aaron Donald because I'm a homer. Mm. But and he, I think Aaron Donald had a great year without the gaudy stats because he's getting triple gotcha. team unlike other players. Yeah, honestly, I probably I haven't looked. I don't know. I don't even know how well Donald has done really. So I probably right. say, but I, I've been hearing about him. So Donald or or Watt probably. I think Watt is the easy answer because he gave you he gives you the. The, the flashy stuff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to look too deep into it to, to pick Aaron Donald at this point. And you have to actually mm-hmm. watch the games. And I don't know if the voters really care that much to be like, yeah, no, nah, we're right. just going to pick TJ Watt because it's easy. And he's JJ's brother. Everybody loves JJ. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah. defensive rookie, you said it's probably going to be one of the Cowboys. And I think you got to be yeah, there. I feel like it got to be. Gotta Those be. were the only two rookies, I think, on the all-pro defensive team. So that gives you some insight mm, yeah. to who's, who the voters are thinking. Uh, and so I would go with they're probably going to go with Michael Parsons. Just because he's closer to the line had a huge impact on that stuff. Yeah. Defensive rookie of the year? Yeah, so if I'm I'm picking Parsons, I think they're gonna go with Parsons. Who you got? Yeah, I agree because okay. Diggs got the interceptions, but he's still you know it's that controversial. He gets beat. A he lot, still gets so. beat, right? Gets yeah. beat a lot. And so, so yeah, I would go with Michael Parsons on that one. Um, yeah, so that's the seasonal awards. Um, <laughs> and I think we I think we got it, hundred percent, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean they might as well, yeah. I gotta submit this. Be like this uh, is final. We should be. We should have a vote. Honestly, after after mm-hmm. you see this video, like, how could you not give us a vote? We know so much about right. defensive players. But <laughs> 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 well, speaking of defensive players, bro, let's talk about it, man. Because I think the biggest story of the last month, uh, after Steph got his um broke his record, was Steph was going through a little drought. And mm-hmm. everybody knew it's because he missed his brother. You know, he missed his splash, bro. <laughs> he had nothing else to play for. Man. Yeah, he had nothing to play for. Like, there was no more joy left in the game. He right. missed his brother. And so, finally, like two weeks ago, we got it, man. Clay Thompson mm-hmm. debuted. Do you remember where he was? Where, where the first game back was? Was it against Cavaliers? the Cavaliers? Oh, it was the Cavaliers. Cavaliers. Thank you. Yeah. It's the Cavaliers, who was a great team. He had a fine game. He got a, I think he had a highlight dunk in it. But his shooting wasn't yeah, really there this yet. This was Gary Landing for ACL. These are facts. Yeah, he was dribbling <laughs> a lot. He was dribbling a lot more than Clay usually dribbles. Mm-hmm. And he blamed it on Draymond being out. And I, mm-hmm. I'll accept that. Uh, because Draymond usually gets everybody open. and You don't need to dribble when him and Iggy right. are getting you into your spot. <laughs> without you having to think. So uh, he's been back. He's had a few games. He had a, his first 20-point game the other day. So he's getting into the rhythm of things. And the Warriors are gonna start looking dangerous real, real soon. It was just, it was just okay. funny watching it, man. It was a celebration, uh, just to have Clay back to the game, and it was dope to see Clay Thompson finally get his flowers. Cause like it's always been about Steph being the superstar of, the, of this Warriors franchise and him mm-hmm. getting all the credit. And it was like great to see everybody finally realize while Clay was away, Warriors didn't do nothing. So right. <laughs> let's finally acknowledge like Clay is just as just as much a part of this story as anybody, you know? And he, the way he does it, the way he goes about the business should be appreciated too. And he's just, and he's just a, like a funny guy unintentionally. So like, it's hard not right. to love. Yeah. He's like a goofy, funny. I don't know what type of funny. He just, <laughs> he's like a weird way, funny, but I like bro. it. He's like pothead. Yeah, funny. Just... Pothead movie funny. <laughs> he's just a normal person. Like this man basketball. has been, uh, IG from his boat. Cause he, that's what he does. He he travels from his house to the to the arena on a boat, and so he IGs it sometimes on his that's way crazy. to practice to the facility. That's funny. And and just the the content we've gotten from that, where where he's playing music, talking about some music he loves, or just being himself. It's just hilarious stuff. He's mm-hmm. so funny dude by himself. But that's beside the point of the play. Like it's just great to have Clay Thompson back because mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Nobody shoots like Clay. Nah. And I think this is the, uh, it's like a, to- it feels like a different era for him where like KD gone. So it's my team now. <laughs> right. It's like, it's my, like, uh, I'm, I'm KD now and Steph is Steph. 
and I get mm-hmm. to get the shots that I was sacrificing all the, the whole time that, that KD was here. I finally mm-hmm. get to you know get all the shots now, and uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm dribbling more, maybe I'm showing a little bit more of my package, and people are gonna appreciate that I have more to my game than just catch and shoot. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of possibilities, and I think that's what's exciting. But I just know right. one thing: there's gonna be success. I think they're gonna win another ring as long as they all stay healthy, because uh, yeah. that system is just too fire to not win another ring. I agree. I agree. I was happy to see see him man. back. It was just good vibes, else. man. It was good vibes. Yeah. Real good vibes. Uh, the other thing yeah. that happened uh, last night, bro, was mm-hmm. MB put up 50 points in 27 minutes. I did not know. I didn't pay attention. I didn't pay attention to nothing last night. I'm know. here to report the news for you. That's what I'm here for. I thought Jokic got 49 and triple The game double. after that, yeah. The game after that, Nikola Jokic goes for 49 points on a triple-double in overtime. On a game-winning assist. To Aaron yeah, Gordon, Gordon across court in yeah. the corner for a three. Which, Boy, leave him look, it's not a big deal in the NBA no more, but he low-key traveled before that pass, but that's none of my business. Like, you know, he did? All that. I have to go back. Yeah, his feet was, him. when he had his armor, his feet was like moving back. And I was like, man. <laughs> he was like, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, so I was like, I, it would have been, people would have been mad if they would have called that anyway. So it's like. Yeah. These are facts. These are facts. Yeah, they would have run a whole moment. Of, right, exactly. That's like, that's like, um, that, that game, I think, is the because you need you need like games like this to push you to the front of the line of the storyline mm-hmm. for MVP because Jokic has been having a great year. Yeah, but both of these players just had like signature games that just be like, now nah, you can't ignore me. I'm in the MVP conversation. Yeah, he's like the two best big men. They both hundred percent, hundred percent. They go back and forth for who's the best center in my mind, but I I, I lean towards Embiid. <laughs> But Joker just he's 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 different, man. When you watch him play doesn't doesn't beat pass. Yeah, he's a great passer he does, too. He pass. He's a ball handler, but he's not I wouldn't say he's the greatest passer as Jokic. Jokic yeah, is yeah. like LeBron level passing. <laughs> yeah. Chris Paul level passing. It's one of those YMCA dudes, like old heads. Yeah. They just know where to go. Yeah. To give it so, to. You, so it's like you can't, can't beat him. You you want to double team him because he's such a great scorer, right? But because he's such a great passer and he's tall. When you double team him, he just finds the open person every time. It's just difficult to game plan for that. A man that you can't double team because he's so tall and can pass and gets everybody open. So that's phenomenal to watch these guys. And then there's like the rumors of uh, James Harden might be going to Philly soon. He's open to possibly. Really? There's there's like a movement going on. There's rumors going around and bubbling. Daryl Morey is there. He's been trying to get him there anyway. And James Harden is more open to it. He hasn't signed the extension. All the turmoil that's going on out there in the Nets is kind of like unattractive. As in, like as in, like Ben Simmons might come to the Nets or something is not relevant yeah. to him. The trade, you would think. Uh, Say it again. You broke up. Have to be a part of the trade. You think you know? Oh, you yeah. think. Uh, the the salaries match up and all that kind of stuff. Maybe it's a three way trade. Maybe a third team has to yeah. get involved because I don't know if Brooklyn wants Ben Simmons. Uh, this this is Simmons what third fourth year. I'm not even sure, bro. I think it's more than that. But he's been with the Sixers his whole career, right? Yeah. Somebody yeah. I was joking with earlier was talking about a three-way trade. Ben Simmons to the Lakers. Rest yeah. to the rest to the Nets. Because <laughs> so, so, I think it was joking with the, with the thing of like Ben Simmons would fit with the Lakers. Lakers would want Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons would want to mm-hmm. go to the Lakers. James Harden would want to go to Philly. James Harden would fit with Embiid. It would work out. And then the only drawback is 
Russ would not Russ fit with the Nets. With KD. KD don't want to play with Russ. <laughs> All this yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. So we had to find a fourth team to send Russ to to make yeah. this work. Uh, but whatever. Uh, and I actually I, was I, even talking about Denver. Uh, when I was talking <laughs> with a Denver fan, and he was like, Jokic with Russ would actually work because then you could have a point guard running a game. That's not Russ. Russ could just cut and get open type of stuff. And it might That'd work. Be a f- interesting look for uh, like Russ in, in Denver. That'd be interesting. Yeah, and I, I I've always said since the beginning, when the trade happened, I didn't think Russ fit with the Lakers, and I didn't understand it. Yeah. Even as a Russ fan, I was like, "This is like, interesting. How's this gonna work?" Like LeBron being powerful and a friend. Um, yeah, and I was so I was just like giving it the benefit of the doubt, like willpower will make it work. Like mm-hmm. LeBron and AD will make it, will want it to work so bad with Russ that it's gonna work. But they can't mm-hmm. stay healthy enough to see if it works. So now. We're just seeing all the bad versions of how this goes, <laughs> and so yeah, it's, it's like, like what happened st- with Dwight and Steve Nash when they went to Lakers. Oh know? man, right, right. It's the same story over and <laughs> over again. Yeah, it was supposed to be a huge super super team, but y'all got hurt. And so I'm now too, it's yeah. like it's like we have a month to or less than a month to the trade deadline, so they have to decide: do we want to be patient and wait it out and see if it works, or do we want to pull the trigger and see if we can make something else work that makes more sense? And yeah, now the, time, the deadline is coming. The trade the the timeline is coming. Yesterday, they they finally uh, benched Russ in the fourth because he wasn't holding defense enough, and he was shooting mm-hmm. four of seventeen or something. And there's like that was the final straw. After they they had all already done some some behind the scenes talk about in preparation, but we got that mm-hmm. that first step to like looking like, hey, now they're not as beholden to Russ as they've been all year. You know what I mean? They're holding them accountable. So maybe that means that Russ makes some changes. Maybe that means that they're moving on from Russ. We're gonna see, but things just got interesting with that, you know. Yeah, go back to OKC. I'll be depressed. <laughs> Listen here, it's, so from all the things I've been seeing is the trade market is dry for us because for mm-hmm. one, he's 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 getting paid a lot, and for two, he doesn't bring a, enough to the table to justify that money, that right. salary. Right. So he would have to go to a losing team that just wants to. Yeah. I don't know, get assets from the Lakers or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So OKC could be the thing, but it, oh, but I'm not gonna lie. I watch OKC play enough to know that Russ don't fit there with what we're trying yeah. to build, you know, at the time. So there are options out there. I think there are fits that I could see happen. Dallas possibly could work for him. Uh, Denver could work for him, but I just don't know if he wants to leave LA too. That's the other part of it. Right. So it's gonna be interesting to see. Um, but all the stuff we just talked about. The NBA is just a lot of stuff to NBA. The NFL season is winding down, so that's why we spend mm-hmm. more time on that. But the NBA is ramping up when all when mm-hmm. when Super Bowl comes, All Star will come soon after that, and it'll be NBA season basically, and mm-hmm. there'll be more more to talk about. But it's gonna be a lot of a lot of storylines, man. A lot of storylines coming up coming up the wire. That was nice. What made you say? Mm. Hmm. What part made you say? Mm. I forgot. Um, <laughs> uh, it was um, line she said. I, was, I think it was when she said, "I hate all my habits, but I love you," something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's what yeah, I figured the part was. That's it. That's it. Um, nah, she's a hell of a writer, man. Yeah, she is. She's definitely a podcast. She so. she plays. Uh, like she she knows how to paint a picture with the words. You don't even need to move video. So. All right, so we just watched the Lizzie Mecklepine video for All My Ghosts that just came out on the 19th of January. 
Um, it's a it's an artist that I think we both discovered on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, you introduced me. And kind of through Jacob Collier, or Collier, however you want to pronounce it, right? Uh, I think it was like on one of his stories, she was doing a cover of his song or something like that, and mm-hmm. he uh, he must have posted her. It was like a challenge probably he put out, and then I was like, oh, this one stands out. Let me go to her page. I like the way she sings. I like her mm-hmm. little harmonies uh, that she be doing, and then I follow her, and then she kept on putting out fire stuff on her page for yeah. like all of last year. Right. And now she's starting to like put out professional music videos where I'm like, is she an industry plant? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, so, just people people <laughs> people just won't work with her, you know. They said she's good. Yeah, like she got yeah, real talent, uh vocal mm-hmm. talent and like writing talent is what I'm discovering. Oh, yeah. And really yeah, definitely nice. to appreciate about too. her. And then it seems like all of the videos that she's put out so far. Uh it was one called Erase Me and the other one called Doomsday. Mm-hmm. And they all have kind of have like a similar theme that uh, revolves around a relationship with a guy. Uh kind of like high school high schooly vibes to mm-hmm. it. And but and it's the thing where it's just like really dramatic. Like Doomsday mm-hmm. is just about you might as well kill me or something. <laughs> You're gonna break up with me kinda playing on that thing. Uh, race me sounds dramatic and it has features jacob collier in the in the song mm-hmm. and then cool. jacob collier is in this video as a cashier in the 7-eleven that she's talking about on the song and so what's your what's your favorite all, out of the three so far it all kind of synchronizes uh doomsday doomsday i like it just it just has the most grandiose feel to it for me and it's, it's like shows that she's going to be doing some crazy stuff on her album. And I like that part. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I think uh, I look forward most to hearing that one live. Mm. So that's my pick for that, for those three. But I asked that, and I, I heard Doomsday like once or twice. I've kind of got to listen to it again. Yeah. Before I make a decision. But Erase Me stuck so with me the most. Me? Since, yeah. All right. I mean, race music is phenomenal. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. The, the, we talked about the beat on it, the breakdown on it, the, mm-hmm. the production on it and everything. And that one's mm-hmm. crazy. And this one's kind of more like acoustic feeling than the, than the other ones. Would mm-hmm. you agree? It kind of relies yeah. on the acoustic guitar. All of, them, all of them have that, like that teenage uh, rom-com movie like <laughs> For feel, sure. like sound. For sure, she's good. Oh, yeah. That's what I was, I was saying. She was in, she's in a pocket for sure, and she's definitely uh, pushing that market and building on that. Uh, yeah, like you said, rom com, almost like eighties in a way. Yeah, eighties, nineties kind of feel, but it's modern too. Uh, but with this one specifically, I don't know what stood out to you with the song. This this song. Besides the writing, I guess. <laughs> um, I mean, I I guess I always listen to like the notes she decides to sing in all her songs, the way she, you know, moves throughout them, and is it, they're all similar. That's why I have to keep. I'm wondering. I'm getting worried if they're all start sounding the same after a while, you know. So I feel you on that. That's what that's what I try to look out for, but I feel you on that. Uh, that's that's the that's the importance that like her her great songwriting like like kind of like overwrites that you know in, in a way where yeah. it's like 
I'd, I'd rather I want to hear what you got to say anyways, rather than like ha- how you say it or that I thing. Agree. So it kind of it kind of so, saves it. So so she's not too reliant on the harmonies that sometimes are super right. impressive or the, like you said, some of her right. runs, some of her runs be like yeah impressive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some of her runs be catching me off guard. Like oh, I didn't know she could do that. <laughs> and then like you right. said, her writing. Every now and then she has a line where it's just like, hmm. You just, it's just like, okay, she kept, she killed that part. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with you, though, on, on the running together part. It's like, um, I don't know. I don't want her to get stuck in, but I, I think that's why it's so important that she got with the producers and has right. the, whatever budget that she has because they, they do make a difference with these with those three songs that she's put out so far. Cause I like, Definitely, because I'm to, sure... Go ahead. Uh, I was saying, I'm sure like all her songs, she was probably playing them all be like acoustic, and that was it. Yeah. But it's like, no, yeah. is that this? Uh, is that this? I was going to say, I listened to thing. her, to her, um, I don't know if it's an EP or album that she released like a year and a half ago or something like that. And it mm-hmm. was kind of like that. It was just like mm. no production value to it, but it was great writing and right, great right. singing, great performing. Uh, but it was all kind of like standard acoustic feeling right. or whatever it might be. And it sounded like it was written Which in a room, is, recorded mean, in a room, you know. <laughs> Which is there's nothing wrong with that, like because you know nah, it was enjoyable. Like think she is a songwriter, yeah, and it was enjoyable. That's why like it's, said, it's cool. It's growth. cool to see her. Yeah, it's cool to see her growth with it because like she was been consistently putting out like great content, mm-hmm. and when you do that, people people want to work with you, and for sure, you know, with this they they bring you somewhere that you never like would have imagined. She probably never imagined. And they just make it totally different and like even just working better. Just with an alien been, like yeah. like Jacob Collier is is like experienced enough Bro, that you're gonna learn a lot in that, in that session, in those sessions, right. in that session, whatever it is. And, and to see that like how much he supports her too, lets me know for yeah. sure that she got uh, other people jumping on them on the bandwagon along the way mm-hmm. that we don't necessarily know their names, but they're obviously big talents because they run in those right. same circles. Uh, I think she moved or visited LA for a little bit and that's where she maybe came across a lot of these people that she working with but oh, yeah, for, sure. for sure like you said it just shows just growth. That- like when I listen to the EP I think I remember texting you like bro like she gives me like Haley Williams from Paramore vibes like they, she need to get some <laughs> kind of production behind her like that <laughs> you know right. like because it just wasn't big enough on the EP but these songs so far looks like she's trying to go bigger and so right. makes me look forward to so her, her album is coming right, her, vocal, like, her vocal range I'm still not even sure what like where her limits are because she's she's hitting notes that I didn't like expect her to like full you know full voice stuff. Yeah. But I don't think she's really even still like going all out. So I'm excited to see. I agree. It's it's a mystery there. But I was impressed her. by the I don't know if she had one or two performances so far, like on late night shows that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh I think she's performed mm-hmm. both Doomsday and Race Me, if I'm not mistaken. And mm-hmm. those both have been uh satisfying. Where I'm like, okay, yeah, it's not a fluke. Like she could do it right, on an right, IG right. video and she can do it on stage. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm still I'm still on the I'm still on the hype train with her, man. Hopefully she keeps growing, keeps getting bigger. So <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be dope. Same. It's gonna be dope. You wanna Same. check out the uh, Chris dope. Brown video? Uh yeah, let me check that out. Speaking like you know, YouTube got the suggested videos. I don't know mm-hmm. if you watch Euphoria at all. Have you been watching? I watched if we want to have this conversation, I watched. I tried to watch the first pilot episode of it, bro, because mm-hmm. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't watched any of them. Mm, okay. And I don't know, man. I couldn't get into it. it really? It's very 
very like meh. And As I talked like, to somebody that watched like, it, and they said the first few episodes are like that. And you just gotta get through it. But mm-hmm. I had to. T- I just was, turned it off. What was meh about it? Like the acting or the the plot? No, like that? no, like the it was just like depressing and oh okay, not, no, right. not good vibes. <laughs> and like I don't want that's that in my fair. life right now. Like I watched, I watched enough Mr. Robot, got good and bad, like <laughs> enough those vibes from there. And I no, don't want to put myself they, through that right now. And so and they, and they give the disclaimer. Yeah, I don't That's think that fair. shows for me. That's fair. Very fair. I just like there's some guy on the new on the news season. I didn't know he was actual like artist. Dominique Fike. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. That's an artist had, I follow. Uh, yeah. Oh, for real? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I might check him out. I ain't never I might have heard his songs, but He got some cool stuff. It's hit and miss uh recently, but he mm. got some cool stuff. Yeah, he was playing guitar in the show. I was like, oh, yeah, actually. Yeah, he's, he's talented. Doing. So it he's makes, talented. makes sense now. But he's super early. He's super raw. He's super trying to find okay. his sound. Gotcha. So he's not Respectful. even sure about a lot of the stuff you could tell when he's singing stuff. <laughs> right. Like, you could tell True, like, just trying, trying stuff and throwing stuff at the wall, which is fun. It's kind of fun to right. watch, but it's not always right. like pleasing to listen to. It's fair. I'll check him out later. But he has he has good he... potential, bro. I, I be, when I, I was talking to other people about him, I was like, yeah, he's like the next Post Malone, like the way that. Really? Oh, that's how that's his sound. That's his sound, and I think that's what the people around him are trying to like nurture him into. And mm-hmm. I mean that from like they they made Post Malone the biggest festival artist. You know what I mean? From yeah. The music and yeah. Putting him on every award show and making him, giving him all these awards and stuff. I think he's gonna get that kind of push eventually, once he gets his sound is- down. It's funny you mention that. That just had me thinking. Like I really, like I haven't heard much from Post Malone since COVID. So like he ain't been able to do. No, I saw no that one commercial where thing. he said he said it's safe to come back out to the bars. I saw that commercial, but I haven't heard any of the music. Mm. Oh, he did a song with the weekend. Once, like once. Yeah, that that one song. I think that was. Yeah, that yeah, was that's it. the only thing I remember from him so far. You right? Yeah, he's cool though. But yeah, he is. He's day. such a big it's festival a artist. Song. I think he's waiting for the festival yeah. to open back up. You know. <laughs> Which I mean, they are though. So it was like. Where he at? <laughs> unless he's one of maybe, those people who's actually like care, like I don't want to be responsible for people. No, no, no. Unless he's one maybe of he people. wasn't working at all, like on any. No, he's like, oh. was no <laughs> we going he's already? Like, oh. He's like music is over, and then when the festival, he's like, oh, I wasn't ready for this. Everybody else is grinding in the studio. Yeah, he just completely stopped, stopped recording. <laughs> he's like I'm, I'm just act or something. I do commercials. Right. <laughs> So I seen a clip of this with the transformer. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Made me think that I could trans, I could trans, I could transform. Yeah. Right. It was my ringtone in middle school for the longest time. <laughs> oh, shit. It, was, it was middle school. It was high school. I didn't get a phone until sophomore year. So you sophomore. <laughs> so you just finished, we just finished watching a Chris Brown new video, Iffy. Yeah. And what's your what's your, um, first, what's your first impression? I didn't I didn't get that that feeling I usually get like watching him dance like that like like I'm watching Michael Jackson like it's magical Facts. type thing. I don't know if it's because he didn't do nothing new or just I didn't warm back up to him because he'd been gone for a while or what. Right. It felt it felt it like does, it, it wasn't the star of the video. The dancing wasn't the star of the video. You're right. Yeah, exactly. They just, I don't know. They just focus on just 
because there was a lot going on in that. So, so like a, a lot of special effects video. and stuff. Yeah, so they was like, we ain't gonna give them everything in this one, this first video back. So we'll see what else. Like he said, it's a new era, so I wonder what era. Yeah, I mean, I thought there was three, three kind of separate uh, dance sequences or choreo choreograph sequences that were they were trying to go for, and it was a. The one with the kids, uh, right? It was we always the put some one talented kids. It was the on. one with the like the cheerleading, cheerleading pyramid behind them, mm-hmm. and then it was the scene with the with the uh, with the transforming car. And I think mm-hmm. he was just, they was just trying to have those three scenes, those choreographed scenes, but they weren't like you said, it wasn't anything like you have we haven't seen from Chris Brown before, right? So it wasn't right, right. Like mind boggling, but hey, that's what we kind of expect from like <clears throat> this last. I don't know, five, ten year era of Chris Brown is kind of like the same thing over and over again. Uh, yeah, but it's like it's like if you it's like whether you like it or not, <laughs> I'm just gonna give you this again. I'm, yeah, I just I've been trying to figure out is it is it like, I mean he's been giving it he's been oversaturating us with music, so it's like yeah. I don't know if it's and one of those things where it's like albums. the yeah I don't know if one of those things was like the LeBron effect where we just like spoiled and ungrateful for the talent right. that. He provides, you know, yeah. or if it's just like he's actually like just worn himself out or whatnot and just needs to figure something out to like reignite that spark because, you know, people still, I mean, I guess it's understandable people, people still, you know, don't let the Rihanna stuff go. So they they, they hold on to that, you know, yeah. to where it's like That's they, they refuse to let him. Yeah, they refuse people. A lot of people refuse to let him be great because of that. Yeah. Which, you know, if they want to do that. It's, it's on them. But um so and I think I think I think, th- I think the, hold on just real quick on that point though I think that that it? informs a lot of the way he moves because I feel like he moves in spite a lot of times you know what I mean mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. he's not he's not able to just uh, live as a free artist because he's always got that in the back of his mind that like some certain people ain't gonna fuck with it no matter what I do right so I'm gonna just go brash or I'm gonna just right. go hard and not give a fuck or whatever it might be. And I, I think I think it hurts them in the long term because you know more people, especially younger generation, uh, you know like the woke generation, you know information age and everything. So it's like mm-hmm. they not yeah they hear Chris Brown did all this this stuff and they're like oh I'm not even going to give time because they probably didn't even know about Chris Brown you know right. I, don't, I don't I don't hear too many younger kids talking about even talking about Chris Brown. That's true. Any anymore. So it's like, is he just one of those old heads getting there? And so it's kind of like, you don't have that longevity that, you know, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson had, you know, it was not for sure. Not time that. Was like the dog was. Yeah. So which people, sure I mean, I thought he would, you know, I thought well, he, he had like songs. Up. I feel like he has songs that fall under the timeless thing, even through mm-hmm. this era of, of uh, oversaturation. Sure. Right. He'll put out a song every now and then that's like, that breaks the barrier and pe- like no guy people can't still help crazy. You say what? No guidance What's is still up? crazy, but that could no guidance yes. for Drake. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, like that's one because of Drake. Who knows? You can't deny it, right? Uh <laughs> yeah. like go crazy. Nah, they, they both. Yeah. Go crazy with young thug, like broke through the barrier where it's just like Yeah. You can't say anything. You can't deny that this song is here. And a lot of the songs that he does are... with Tiger. Like always yeah. break the barrier. Where it's just like Notice those are songs that he has features on, you know. So I can't. Not saying there isn't one, but I, I, no, I you're right. Can't think of us. You're song. right because the next song I was gonna say was a uh, "Look at Me Now." <laughs> yeah. Like, so, so like, you know, hey, that's Busta Rhymes carrying that song a lot. Yeah. 
yeah. for that part. Uh, yeah. Like, what about That's like, you know, point, like, actually, like all I back, you know? Man, like, bro, I was listening like to that, that song the other day. <laughs> I, listened, like, actually, I went, I went back like, and listened to uh, the whole album. Fame. Yeah. And that was one of my favorites from him. For some, it was around the time I was like looking at a lot of stuff about the metaverse mm-hmm. and seeing like what, what it was all about. And for some reason, when I was listening to the album, I was like, man, this album is like ahead of its time because I feel like it fits into the concept of the metaverse for some reason. Like when I was listening to it, <laughs> oh, it just, to it. <laughs> it just fit into the concept. But I don't know. It was a weird thought I had. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Why. Maybe it's like the synthetic synthetic sound of like how it's mixed. A lot of the songs mm-hmm. are mixed uh, mm-hmm. or the pace of the, the, some of the songs. I don't know what it was, but mm-hmm. yeah, that, that it was funny. It was funny, like fame, but like yeah, all pretty- back. Yeah. People don't appreciate that song. Yeah. Enough. Before that, wall to wall, you know that's timeless and that's another. Yes. Thing, you know, so so song yes. like that. I mean, we need we need more stuff like that. But I can't. I mean, if I you can't. really want to go back, we got with you. We got. Oh no yeah. yo, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just like his past two albums. I I, don't, I haven't listened to him fully because it's forty songs on each. It's one. impossible. Yeah. I wanted to, and I was a person that wanted to listen to it all, and I still couldn't make it. Through. Yeah. But there's songs on there that kind of I like will go back to. Every now and then, mm-hmm. but other than that, I couldn't like. I can't just turn that on and just let it play. I'll never right. get to I gotta, it. I gotta watch an interview or some like his reasoning behind putting out so many. Like, I feel like he's not talking about it. His perspective, I feel like yeah, I, I, that's what I said. I haven't. I can't even. Met, I can't think of an interview he's had. Like, does he even get interviewed anymore? Like, I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think so. Probably, like the weekend, the weekend used to not do interviews, uh, mm-hmm. and it was it was strategic because it was just like to have the. The mystery behind the character, yeah, the mystery, and just right. let the like art speak for itself. Yeah, is there's power to that if your music right. is a certain quality, right? And I think right. Chris Brown thinks his thinks himself to have that kind of quality music where he doesn't have to go and do the whole sit on Good Morning America to debut a new song, right? You know, I mean, it, it got to be that show. plus a mix of like he just feels like everybody try to make him look bad, but then they yeah. which is understandable, you know. So he just, and it's not necessary when you smart. have your own Instagram. You can just go live on Instagram, <laughs> right? He's just being smart, and he he know the image that media try to give him. So he just might as well just lay low, right? And he keeps on every now and then doing something to keep on reinforcing that. <laughs> yeah, remind or be like, I I just be <laughs> I like, can't defend Chris Brown though. We're trying to root year. for you, man. He just did something yeah. else this year. Shit. Try again, twenty twenty three. Right, we'll try <laughs> try again next year. He's a changed man, I promise. I think. I'll be telling him, he got kids now. He's he taking care of his kids. You know right, right. Kids. He's focused, y'all. Hey, let, him, yeah. let him live. Hey, but Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> she a billionaire. <laughs> no, nah, I'll be joking around. I'll be joking around. And, you know, uh, you know, the Marvel show, What If? Yeah. So was, I don't know how controversial something like this was say, saying is like publicly, but I was like, maybe, this, maybe that was meant to happen. Maybe she would never have been like, led to her path of being a billionaire, like being or doing all this great stuff that she's doing if that specific situation never happened. So maybe that meant to happen. Not saying it was great, but she's she's flourishing now more better than anybody in the industry. And Chris Brown, he's he's gone up since, but like he's doing what he's doing now. And he she even put out music. Like <laughs> let's put it like this. At the time of that at the time of this incident forever was out mm-hmm. right that song was going crazy and i don't yeah. know if people a lot of people would like really remember at the time but that song was going crazy it was in a double mint gum they had remixed it to be a <laughs> double mint fresh 
double your fun. Uh, good, good Tonight, times. girl, it's double me. Come. Like, <laughs> that's how he I was like. going crazy. And I, like, I remember in that moment when that song came out, like, just because it sounded so much different than everything else he had put out at the time, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shoot, this is it. Like, because he had always had the conversation, who's the next Michael Jackson? And I was like, mm-hmm. getting the feeling when that song was out, I was like, oh, shoot, mm-hmm. it's happening. He's about right. to become the new Michael. Like, 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 it felt like all the momentum was in his favor to just go crazy and take off and nobody was going to be able to stop him. And for mm-hmm. that to happen at that moment, it cut off all the sponsorships, cut off all the momentum. Mm-hmm. Any flowers you wanted to give him at the time, you can't give him no more, even though that song right. was crazy, right? So, like, it just killed all that momentum. And, like, you can't get that back. You can't get that, that magic back. Like, you, there's, you can't recreate a forever moment. So, Chris Brown will never be able right. to have that transition into the Michael Jackson. But, like you said, at the same time, uh, Rihanna now becomes a sympathetic figure in the public. And it probably helps a little bit to reach certain certain demographics that she wouldn't reach before, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just because whether it's, like, she represents you know, survivors now. Uh, she represents, you know, anti-Chris Brown, whatever it might be. Yeah. Uh, strong black women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that kind of stuff. She now has that galvanizing force behind her to be mm-hmm. to be uh, leveraged. Along with the songs that she's going to put out, you know? She worked with all the greatest producers all and right. rappers and whatever it might be in that same span quickly right. after that. And that helps that too. But yeah, it's funny with Rihanna how like she makes all this music, has all these hits, goes on all these tours, and there's this Kendrick Kendrick Lamar line talking about like I wonder how Rihanna felt when she looked at them numbers because the accountant had fucked up her numbers, you know, like she had been mm. scammed by her accountant. So like mm. after all the success, she was like basically broke, you know what I mean? Like she had lost a lot of money. So then to to see her go out and be like, all right, I'm a switch. My focus for music, cause music mm-hmm. ain't doing right by me. Put it in its, put energy into the other thing, and then to see how it became, she's a billionaire now off of that. Right, it's right. non-music stuff, right? It shows too. It shows right. like how the world has changed, right, and how you can leverage celebrity, what it looks like, uh, mm-hmm. and just how powerful a celebrity she is, <laughs> how popular a celebrity she is, right? And it shows like the power of the label to take power away from artists. Because mm-hmm. it's like, this whole time, Rihanna could have been leveraging her brand to be this successful and powerful. And y'all was holding her back mm-hmm. because y'all wanted to put her in this whack-ass contract. And just like imagine all the other artists that are going falling to the wayside because they don't have that Rihanna draw, that Rihanna. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Rihanna right. has that that glow when you look at her, like, when she yeah, talks. Yeah, for sure. Like, you can't deny it. For sure. It's very attractive. And so... Other artists don't have that special thing, so they can't they can't get over the fact that they in a shitty contract like Rihanna did, right? And leverage and go crazy, but at least it is. Uh, I mean, Chris Brown said he got a new era coming, right? He got a new album coming. This doesn't this doesn't like raise my excitement. I will say that. Like I enjoy it. It gotta be it gotta be like fifteen songs or less, though. I can't. I think I heard that it is supposed to be a shorter, more uh, okay. Conventional. I'll, I'll actually listen to that. Right. right I believe it when I see week. it. I believe right. when I see it. I'll say this. 40, uh, what was that? This album, I mean, this video doesn't raise my excitement level any no, more no. than it was before. It, it sounds like 
the album he just put out with Chris Brown or with, with Young Thug. I mean, it sounds like that. It doesn't sound like a new right. era to me. Uh, right, 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 right. And so we'll see. We will see. We'll see. Uh, see. I will say this. I will say this. Um, we'll What's talk that? about. We're gonna talk about the weekend and Tory Lanez albums later. Okay. A little bit later, okay. right? When I was listening to the Tory Lanez album, I was like, I wish Chris Brown would do something like this. Mm. <laughs> so we'll get we'll get to we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, but let's go ahead and, while we on music videos. Let's go ahead and talk about mm-hmm. the Charlie Puth video. Uh, did you did you want to, need to watch it for a refresher real quick or? Nah, nah. I remember every single detail. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So, so the Charlie Poof, Charlie Poof out. Uh, song Light Switch finally comes out today. Mm-hmm. Uh, January twentieth. The video Happy comes. Happy birthday, Miss Montero! Shout out Miss Montero, third grade teacher. Oh, Today's facts! Birthday. Happy birthday, Miss <laughs> Montero! Yeah, I had her for two weeks. Minahal Corner. Where'd you go after that? What Actually, no, no, no. My bad. My bad. I got it mixed up. I was with another teacher for two weeks and then I got switched to her. Oh, class. they went to her. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, I thought you yeah. had her. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Shout out Mr. Yeah. Montero. Um, and, but yeah, this, this song finally came out, bro, after, after like, what, six months of teasing it on TikTok? Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about that first? Can we talk about that first? Like, because I ain't never seen nobody use TikTok that way before. Uh, before him, and like it was, putting a song together, like yes, a, like showing yeah. showing the behind the scenes of the song coming together, yeah, kind of every step of the way. So we kind of yeah. heard the whole song in pieces, right, month by month, leading up to it. It's an interesting strategy, mm-hmm. and it started with like, uh, do you remember? I don't remember the first the first TikTok. What it was like. I don't remember very first. He's, I mean, he's done it for a couple other songs where he's like, what if, what if it had a sound, you know? Okay. Doom, 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 That's what he did, right? Doom. He said, what if a song yeah. sounded like this? Yeah. Or was it then he this? actually flipped a light switch. Like, he got the light switch sound. He's like, oh, and then he sang about the light and he switch. And he made it seem like it was spontaneous. Yeah. That was, that was the trick in it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Which who knows how you. He could have like wrote that song like a year ago. Who knows? Exactly. We don't know. We don't know. Exactly. I would say this. At first, when I saw the first video, I thought it was spontaneous. I fell for it. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, but over time, I was like, oh, this nigga song, this song been done. Right. Like, like, like he just showing his pieces of it. Or maybe he was working right. on it along the way. I believe that too. And right. Wasn't, Either way, it's a bold Yeah, it was it was if if, if that's the case, if we did, it was working on it as a bold move because some stuff you can work on is never finished, and people let you just let some people down. The song right. sounded so good. All right. Uh, he put a lot of pressure on himself. But... These are facts, and pressure pressure yeah. sometimes make diamonds. So maybe it helps sometimes, helps yeah. this song go diamond. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, he kept on. So he kept on having uh different videos, like you say. He he implemented di- other songs in it from the album in a way mm-hmm. with the same strategy, but with this song in particular, it was. Other parts where he started having uh fake calls with with his label, right. telling him to hurry up and get the song done. Like it needs to be it needs to be out by November. It needs to be out by December. <laughs> it's taking you so long, Charlie, and all this kind of stuff. And he implemented like mm-hmm. text messages from friends and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff for the writing. Uh, so it was it was interesting to watch him have this whole rollout of this one song, right, right. and build up, and then it culminates in this. 
music video finally coming out. Right. I'll say this. For how they hyped it up, it better be song of the century. Like, <laughs> like uh, I I don't I don't get that vibe from it. I think it was just like we just wanted to hear the whole song. That's that's how I felt about it. Like it sound it sounded real good, sound like a solid song. Yeah. Here, okay, we heard the song. Okay, it's a good song. I don't think it's gonna be no like see you again type thing you know yeah nothing like that crazy just a solid crazy billion views on on youtube's type stuff yeah yeah because like i mean the stuff the stuff he said like the lyrics was like it wasn't nothing like new you know but they just stuff that worked together and went with the song and kept the song going you know so it's one of those things that's my opinion um i'll say this from so from the song's point of view because i listened to the song first and then i saw the video uh, how it started off kind of like with the vamp of the guitar and everything. Mm-hmm. It felt like they was building on the hype and the and the um the anticipation, right? So I appreciated mm-hmm. that part. I like that part mm-hmm. that they uh kind of played into that, right? And let mm-hmm. let it let it uh build up into the mm-hmm. beginning, the first verse or whatever he says. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's his intro. <laughs> and so to get it started, all right, so. He said, why are you calling at 1130 when you only want to do me dirty? But I hit, mm. hit right back because you got that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why well, you always want to act like lovers, but you never want to be each other's. I say, don't look back, but I go. Uh, yeah, I say, don't look back, but I go right back. And then the pre-chorus. All of a sudden, I'm hypnotized. You're the one that I can't deny. Every time I say I'm going to walk away, you turn me on like a light switch. So that's how we get to the, that's how we get to the chorus. Mm-hmm. So the story is basically... Uh, checked the hate that left him or whatever, and now he's like mm-hmm. devastated because he wanted to get back with her, and there's nothing like it. So everybody can relate to that, you know. Right, right. Simple stuff. Uh, let me see what else. What else stands out in the in the chorus besides the "Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on"? <laughs> Show me how you do. Mm. Um, not much. It's not like. This isn't intricate writing. This is a like by the book pop song. You know I mean, yeah, I mean? the ones you read off were were probably his best lines. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he says in the second verse, what he say? Do you love it when you keep me guessing? When you leave, when you leave, and then you leave me stressing. But I can't stay mad when you walk like that. <laughs> why, you always, why you always want to act like lovers? You want to see, so it's like you was forced to write. You was forced to write a second verse. That's what the second verse. Yeah, is. it's like yeah. you was forced to write a second verse. So you just threw some words yeah. together and exactly got hurried back and got back to the pre-chorus and said the same <laughs> thing. Got back to the chorus, said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think the production was the was the thing they put the most focus into. You know, they didn't put the most focus into the writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, his singing was it was like you know. Charlie uh, Puth. Standard Charlie Puth, right. Mm-hmm. The performance. It wasn't nothing crazy. Uh but then uh I think they put a lot of their energy into the video. Yeah, for sure. So so the, this video tells the story. <laughs> it starts off with him yeah, it's funny. His, sitting uh sitting in his like fat Thor. Fat and yeah, looking like a. It, I was thinking of um Nutty Professor, that Nutty Professor. Oh yeah, he was sitting there <laughs> <Eating> <laughs> looking at a, looking at that dude working out video, 
So he's looking at <laughs> Billy Blanks. So he's looking at Billy Blanks. So shout out Billy Blanks because we all had to work out to him in PE growing up. Oh my goodness. And nobody knew who this man was. It's just like, who is this random dude right. <laughs> that we have to work out to? <laughs> and so he's he's sitting there eating chips, being fat, uh, with a with a full grown like castaway beard. Mm. I don't know. I kept on getting like movie vibes, like all kinds of different movies yeah. so, throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, so then he gets pulled into the TV, and Billy Blanks convinces him to work out, mm-hmm. and he starts starts working out <laughs> or starts learning the choreography, and he looks awkward as hell. Because mm-hmm. he's Charlie Puth and he can't help being awkward. Uh, but then you got, you know, flashback to the 80s. It looks mon- like the 80s. Montage. Yeah, the 80s jazzercise fits in the in the back with all the girls, you know. Uh, yeah, so you get the, mon- like you said, the movie montage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> montage. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so they they got the montage of him working out, losing weight, mm-hmm. of him cutting his hair and jogging and puking. Mm-hmm. And painting a fence. Is that from a movie? Probably. I don't know. Probably, I don't yeah. I'm sure it's plenty of movies. I'm sure it's from a movie. Yeah. So he does all this stuff. Self-improvement, basically, you know? Get yourself mm-hmm. right, bro. Get yourself together and go get your girl back. It's basically mm-hmm. Billy Blank's message to him <laughs> throughout mm-hmm. the whole video. <laughs> and then he goes and does the, again, a movie scene outside mm-hmm. the door singing. Mm-hmm. Outside the window singing to the girl. Get your love back. And then she comes outside watching him sing. It looks like she's going to take him back. Mm-hmm. And then her fat boyfriend come outside. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he Goodness. did all that shit for nothing. Right. <laughs> so do you still have to pay Billy Blanks if, you're, if he doesn't, like, if he if he screwed you like that? Uh, I mean, you got you always got to pay for time, you know, so yeah, I think so. But okay. I would so you don't pay, pay for less. results, you just pay for that process. Yeah, pay for the process. Cause, yeah, he he really he should honestly pay you too though, because waste your time where he had you thinking this was what you need to do. Right. But really, you just you know you just had to be yourself. You know, that's all. He, he's it was all he was self sabotaging. That's what. It so he should have just went to a therapist, doing. or went to her right away <laughs> and talk things out. <laughs> he's doing all this assuming. Nobody wants stuff. to do that, Malcolm. <laughs> Oh, he wants to just go straight to it. <laughs> like, that's not how it works. Yeah, that make a good music simple. video. It's <laughs> not too simple. It has to yeah. be more difficult than that. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, he did all that for nothing. Uh, yeah. He failed. Take an L. But Which it happens, you know. You know it happens. It's a growth. Maybe, 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 uh, maybe this, like, turns into him being a billionaire. Maybe that's what he needed, you know. It could, it could be. It's what if? Maybe that's what. That's, maybe that's. Yeah, this is his what if. He doesn't need her. Mm-hmm. Maybe she was gonna hold him back from being great. Right. right. Never know. Because she would have just kept him fat, and you know, you don't want nobody who don't motivate you to. Lose that's weight. facts. That's and facts. The way she did, she did motivate him to lose weight. It was oh. while he wasn't with her though, so. Oh. Just show that she just stay away from her. So she's better. He's better that's off without her. Yeah. Like he's, he's he's set. He's like. Settling when he's with her, he's satisfied yeah. with himself. Yeah, and he doesn't have any ambition. But mm-hmm. without her, and she's not pushing him. Nah, she's not gonna push him. She don't have that mm-hmm. in her. That's not who she is. Right. She's not a pusher. She don't. Mm-hmm. She don't. She don't. She don't have that P. 
or whatever you're gonna say <laughs> right i haven't even listened to that song i've been i, I hate myself because i keep asking like what is what does people mean by this i know it's gonna and like i've seen the song but i have not clicked on the song to nah, listen to it she's like, not pushing p bro she's not pushing yeah p. just <laughs> she's not pushing p so yeah, that's not the face. type of girl you need in your life uh right. if 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 gunner has anything to say about it right and so <laughs> yeah it's like that's the i mean that's the thing he's gonna be great now and he's got this great song and it's gonna go on to be a number one hit yeah most likely it's, it's just the it beginning debuted on iHeartRadio, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> it don't get no bigger than that uh nah, so nah. We'll see. Maybe, maybe I, I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of commercials. Yeah, yeah, for sure. To him, you know, it seems for like sure. there's a lot of money behind this song and this album, right? This upcoming album. So it's the perks of see this being too. with the record company. I guess they're gonna make sure all that happens for you. Oh, these are facts. Whether it's a good song yeah. or not, and I think this is a right. good enough song. It's not like a bad song, right? It's a good pop mm-hmm. song where mm-hmm. uh, people are gonna want to hear it just enough exactly. that. Ain't nobody gonna complain that it's getting pushed down our throats, <laughs> right? right? Uh, catch yourself singing along to it. Not really oh, for sure, it's a it's a catchy song. That's the cheat mm-hmm. code. It's got the cheat code, and it's got Charlie the Puth. it's got it the uh, the gimmick with it. Where's the light switch? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mm-hmm. so it's gonna be memed to death. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, as I mean, it's already been memed to death, right? On TikTok, right? So so we're gonna get worse. So Part of me that. still feels like Charlie Poop don't get like the recognition he like should be kitten or like you know the the songs that he's brought to like at least a lot of people i talk to i mm-hmm. i know like even even when i say his name they still kind of question like who's charlie pooth like right. i'd be surprised when people say that and a good so amount of people what songs would you expect to to garner that kind of respect that he has uh first off see you again like mm-hmm. So it was like like that one, and I mean, I think uh, which is news to me. I didn't know he wrote slow motion, Trey songs, okay. but yeah, no, I mean, seen on Twitter, knows. yeah, especially more more black people should know his like his name after that. People, well, I people don't know who writes anything really. That's not right. So that's not surprising. But I think uh, it, he did a TikTok to put it out there to put that information mm-hmm. out there, and that's when I saw everybody talking about it because I had known yeah. that already because I, I followed Charlie Puth enough that I knew that mm-hmm. he wrote it. And I knew, I had heard the reference track before, so I knew mm-hmm. that. But like, I I only, I only saw it like it gain popularity mm-hmm. when he made the TikTok about it. So it's like sometimes you got to toot your own horn to get the recognition you, you deserve. Because like even shortly after that that video, um, I seen somebody put like a collage of all hit whole bunch of hit songs that Charlie Puth is responsible for. You know, so then I think the newest one like he wrote was "Stay" better? with a uh, yeah, Caitlin Justin Roy Bieber. Justin Bieber, I yeah. think he wrote that. And so, he did. or he at least he was one of the writers because that's one of them songs like probably got like seventeen writers. Yeah, <laughs> he probably did some production and stuff on that too. And that's the other part of it. I think he deserves respect in his production ability, mm-hmm. uh, his writing ability. Yes, his ability to write pop songs and popular songs, yeah. and different different genres. He should get respect for that. Uh, but if we're talking about like his actual product that he puts out under his name. Mm-hmm. I think he's. I think he gets just the right amount of respect because I think he can do better. Sure. You know what yeah. I mean? I'd be like, I'd be, I'd be disappointed. I'd be disappointed a lot, and my voice crack. I'd be down. so disappointed. I get emotional. I'm break down. <laughs> I get so emotional about this shit. Like, Waste your talent. But, but no, nah, like I know 
his um he's like a music historian, right? So he appreciates all the greats. Yeah. Uh and he has natural musical ability where he always talks about he can like spot a note or name a note just mm-hmm. by hearing it in the in the streets. So yeah, he's like pitch, a yeah. savant in a way with music mm-hmm. in ways. And I'm just like he's always chasing stuff outside of himself because he's trying to get this what's the word he's trying to get this appreciation it's another word I'm looking for but this appreciation from outside forces without like appreciating what he could really bring to the table mm. and I think once he taps into that he's going to put out masterpieces you know And but up until now he's been chasing like I have to be Shawn Mendes. I have to be Justin Bieber. I have to be, you know what I mean. He he mm-hmm. he's trying to fit into this box that I guess his label puts him in, mm-hmm. or maybe he's fitting into or trying to prove people wrong because people told him he couldn't be those people. I don't know right. what, it, what it is, but so far, like I said, it hasn't been. Like I look at Jacob Collier, right, and I'm like, that man is secure <laughs> in his musical ability. And he's yeah. not chasing anybody's expectations. Right. He's like making new new music. And he's making new it's, genres. It's every time he every time he goes in the studio, he's making new genres. Right. And Charlie Puth has that ability, I think. But he doesn't sure. have the he doesn't have the secure he's he there's some insecurity in there that doesn't allow him to tap into that, I think. Hmm. Uh so I'm looking forward to when he and I feel like this TikTok stuff, that's just to bring it back around. I feel like seeing how he's moving with this TikTok stuff, I feel like it, it's growing his self-confidence because he's putting himself mm-hmm. out there in a way and he's being accepted mm-hmm. in a way that he hasn't been accepted before. And like he's a goofy, awkward, nerdy person. Mm-hmm. So to for him to deny that <laughs> and try to act like he's something else, right, uh, is is kind of unbecoming of himself. So for him to step mm-hmm. into that on, through TikTok and people like, vibe with it and stuff like that I think it's gonna maybe translate to his music and we're gonna get like some of his best product on his next album hopefully and then we'll get that appreciation you was talking about and recognition yeah Yeah. you got time and God willing God willing correct he's holding he's he's holding it down nah he's doing great he's doing great he's doing great he's doing good So, yeah. So we just listened to the Kanye West song "Easy" or mm-hmm. Kanye West song, but only only for the Kanye West first. Uh, what you got, Malcolm? What you thinking? It's cool. It was um, you know, typical Kanye like old old Kanye you know flow that I that I love you know. Yeah. I like my favorite thing is when he like repeats something. But it got like a different meaning, you know. So, uh, uh, for example, the uh, the court, the court verse. See, we go to oh, court yeah. together. Matter of fact, get listening. We we'll go to court together. You know, that's that's yeah, hard. Matter of fact, pick yeah. up this, we'll go to yeah, court we'll together. Go to court to get, yeah, so there's like two different meanings. We'll court together. Yeah. So there's stuff like that you're doing is cold. And yeah. I mean the the Pete Davidson line. You know, that's that's the one everybody was talking about. I thought it was I thought it was cold, but I hate that he felt the need to have to say it you know so it's one of those things when i heard it out of context before because i heard i saw it on twitter right and i was just like mm-hmm. oh that's corny 
I was like, it's corny that he said that. But then in the context of the verse, it sounded mm-hmm. a lot better. Right, right. It helps. It's helped a lot of things, situations. Mostly, I mean, it's the case most of the time for like, you know, good writers, people know how These to use their facts. words. So. In context, is everything's better. Mm-hmm. Makes more sense, at least. Mm-hmm. I really like, yeah, I really like the, uh, I don't know, he, early on he was on his arrogant stuff, like, you know, brash Kanye West stuff. And, you know, I love that. I love, always love that side of Kanye West. Where he's Mr. Mm-hmm. Mr. Narcissist, Mr. Narcissist, tell me about my arrogance. No more counseling. I don't negotiate with therapists. <laughs> <laughs> That's like speaks to what you was talking about when he be saying stuff and it has two different meanings because it was like mm-hmm. I don't negotiate with terrorists is the American or the you know the US mm-hmm. government, you know, mm-hmm. thing that he's playing off of, but he got that. Uh what else he said, man? He had the cousin Dre sent me scriptures, help me see life better. Nigga, we having the best divorce ever. <laughs> like, who says stuff like that, first of all? <laughs> Oh man! All right, then uh, I like this line. I don't know. This is a might be an underrated line, but he said, uh, "I got love for the nannies, but real mm-hmm. family is better." The cameras watch the kids. Y'all stop taking the credit, you mm-hmm. know? Like, because mm-hmm. I know in some of the interviews I've been seeing, you know, he he be spazzing about the kind of all the people that's around his kids. You know, he's real protective about it. And mm-hmm. I also agree with the sentiment of like, if you can. You should have family around watching your kids if you can't be there instead of hiring like strangers. You know what I mean? Like the nanny thing. Mm-hmm. I, I it's just a values thing, you know, that he's speaking on, I think, there. And maybe this maybe this is one of the disagreements that he's having in his marriage, you know, as far as co parenting, you know. And that's that's mm-hmm. some you know, real insight to like <clears throat> real stuff that people go through, you know. Right. Uh <clears throat> yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I appreciate the I appreciated the verse, the song, the the sample. Uh, on it is tight. Yeah, uh, sample is tight. Yeah, the sample is tight. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and then all this is in the middle of. Oh yeah, he had, even had the line about tearing down his house in there, right? Where's it at? Uh, not the house next door line, is it? Not that one. Yeah, that might be. Where's it at? It's like. Three fourths of the way. Uh, he said, "Non custodial dad about the house next door." What do you think the point of really being rich for that one? Gotcha. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Okay. What does non custodial dad even mean? As a parent who doesn't who does not have legal physical custody. Oh, <laughs> oh. Okay. Learn a new word every day. All right, I thought something about a janitor. Me too. Me too, Malcolm. Me too. So <laughs> <laughs> happens when you have no kids. You don't know these terms. <laughs> Non-custodial dad. I bought the house next door. What you think? Ah, so he basically saying, you know, all the all the reports about like him buying the house to be on watch for Kim and Pete Davidson was false. I'm here. I'm buying this house because of my kids. Right. Uh. You know what I mean? Speaking to that. So that's, I mean, that's what that's bringing to light, you know? And that's, with all the mess that's been going on in the last month that I've been trying to ignore for Kanye, I try to, like, pay a little attention to Kanye's personal life as possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, with the people he dating, with uh, with the, the drama around him buying a house with his kids and then tearing the house down or whatever it was, you know what I mean? It's just like, Stuff. I didn't know. I didn't know he tore it down. I yeah, it's that. like stuff. Stuff breaks through, even though you try to not pay attention. 
you know, you see stuff. Uh, and then whatever else is happening, all the madness is happening. He put out the Gap, the Gap commercial that had the Heaven and Hell song you was talking mm-hmm. about. And so I thought that was a whack video for that great song. But he's trying to sell some it's, Gap. It's the Gap. Yeah, he's trying to sell some Gap hoodies. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I give him a pass and just never watch that video again. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Um, and then I think he just did a business venture where he merged or he's doing a collaboration with Balenciaga and Gap. So he got his business in the right direction and stuff. So, you know, he's in a good space there. And, and then I hear Donda 2 is coming. So there's no music on the way. And I don't know if this is the first song. Like soon, it. soon, right? Yeah. Right. Like this yeah. this year, like maybe before summer. Bet. Yeah, so I don't know if this song is a part of that because it says the game in Kanye West. So I don't know if this is the game song or who or if right. it's just a Lucy or what. But right. um, I'm looking forward to Donda too. And this song definitely excites me and gives me yeah. hype for what kind of rapping Kanye might be doing on it. Right. Right. I'll ignite or something. Man, for real. Like mad mad Kanye West or heartbroken Kanye West. Let me get that. Like <laughs> like Right. This is like 808s if he was angry. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll take that. Which I which I was about to mention that. Like uh, um I feel like uh I feel like it's controversial. I don't know when I say 808 is probably one of my favorite albums from him. That's not controversial. Or he got it was like I know people like I think it's because you know it's more a more like the less rappy side. I don't listen to rap as much. Like mm-hmm. if you are rap rap heavy, yeah, that's probably not going to be your favorite one of your favorite Kanye albums, which is which is fair. That's why uh, "Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy" is mine is my favorite from his. You got a good balance of of it all. So I agree, it's the perfect so. balance of the, of uh, the college dropout, yay, and 808s, yay. It's a perfect mm-hmm. balance. Yeah, that's the masterpiece of his whole career. I think. I think yeah. he's never gonna make a better album. <laughs> I'm not waiting for Donda too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, 808s. It always just has so many great songs, like from the hits "Heartless" and "Love Like Down" to "Coldest Winter" and "Bad News." Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why I love RoboCop so RoboCop, much. I love RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of me having my my MP3 player just listening to it, and, just... and it's like the sense of humor that's on RoboCop too. Yeah, that's really, that's really great. Yeah, Most and even there's a sense this. of humor in the production, I think, because it's kind of like mm-hmm. it's kind of like cheesy. It is. It it's kind of like it cheesy, but it but it works, right? Because it's, it's like making fun of and like kind of like referencing the RoboCop eighties, mm-hmm. whatever feel obviously with the production, uh. But yeah, it works, and I like it. <laughs> but like, I remember cool. when I saw um, he performed the uh, Coldest Winter at at the Yeezus concert that I went to, right? Mm-hmm. And I had already loved the song, but it was just like seeing him perform it, and then he just performed it so like, like he meant it. Mm-hmm. You could feel you could feel where the, it was inspired by his mother and the loss of his mother, uh, and it was just like, man, that's a great, it's just a great song and a great right. representation of that pain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and from a person that's not a singer, that's right, it makes it even more crazy that it's effective, and it kind of set the set, cool. set the tone for the next decade of yeah. rappers rappers singing their hearts out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like it was, it opened the door for people to get yeah, away with it. Like Future can, can like, sing. Oh, this, this is fine. This is okay to do. Yeah, Future can come sing a love song. My feelings. It'd still, still be a thug. 
and it's right, like, right, right. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm like, listening to that. I'm listening to that tonight. Now, <laughs> it's, it's a worthy listen, man. I love that album. I, yeah, I don't think I like because I, you know, it came out when I was younger. I don't think I listened to albums like front to back like that really, or at least not that I can remember. Yeah. So I'm gonna do that. And that's also one that. of them song albums like you got to listen to. Since we had, since we did listen to it as kids, you mm-hmm. got to go back and listen to it once you had your heart broken, or or so <laughs> you got to go back and listen to it, or when somebody yeah. close to you died, you know that's really yeah. impactful, because then you hear it a whole different way and you get it a whole different way, right? Because uh, I feel like I I knew people at the time when the album came out that that related to it on that level, but I could never relate it to it. On there. I was just like, this is just great sounding, and right. uh, welcome to heartbreak is just I love them lines where he's talking about my friends showing pictures of my kids. Like, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I could see how that could be a little For frustrating. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I get that. And, and you come back and now you feel it. Like yeah, feel now it. I'm yeah. like, damn, yeah, like <laughs> my friends be showing pictures of their kids, and I just be like, yeah. damn, I like that. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> how I did on 2K the other day. <laughs> uh, but we have fun today, man. Yes, sir. I hope you have fun. I'm glad you yes, stopped sir. by on, on this emergency pod. <laughs> so I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, I appreciate you. Enjoy. Um, by the time this comes out, it won't it won't be running a surprise. So I can't <laughs> wait to see this video of your roommate seeing the visitors that's coming to town oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> i hope it works it's like low-key i'm um cheyenne was next door when i was telling you so but i'm sure he had his earphones in so i'll be dead if that ruined it like <laughs> i'll be dead because <laughs> he's y'all, y'all was that thin too yeah, they, yeah they thin. So, okay we'll, but he, he'd be working hopefully on his didn't ruin it. Yeah, hopefully yeah. Didn't ruin it. and cheyenne don't pay attention to nobody so he probably wouldn't right <laughs> Hey man, love you. Thank you for stopping by. This is Synchronicity, bro. Peace. Love you too, my baby.